I don't want to. I don't want to give away any of you know any personal details. Yeah, try not to. Let's should, should we just say that because of uh, your situation, um, <laughs> you 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 aren't able to turn the heating on too much, and it's at very all. cold at the yeah, moment. Yeah, it is very cold. Yeah. Um, you're going to see me wrapped up for a while, probably until April. I'm going to be honest though, Jay. I'm I'm hoping that maybe it comes early a bit this year, and maybe we'll get a bit of a warmer Jan Feb. Um, to be fair, the weather's been a bit crazy this year, so it's. Been, I feel like it's been quite a, a mild year, to be honest. Mm. But all of a sudden, it just seems to be cold. Well, it's well, usually not this bit... cold until until uh, January, but it seems to have come early. So it's true. Just, summer was a bit crazy though. Remember we had that? I mean, we got like thirty forty degree, degree no. yeah. Yeah, we had a forty-degree yeah, day. Disgusting. Tell you what, I'll take that over this any day. I'd, Would you? I'd rather be forty degrees every day than this once. Really? Yep. That bad. That bad. I hate the cold. The cold is one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> if I, you can call it I, that. I would prefer to be cold because no. I can put more layers on. Like, there's a certain level of cold, but like anything in the minus is just I don't like it. I mean, dude, you, yeah, look, I'll be honest, like, you're, 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 at the moment, you're probably putting up with the cold longer than I ever have, so it's probably not much coming from me anyway, so. Sure. Yeah. You see the Christmas stuff in the boxes? That's what that is. Oh, okay, I didn't even, yeah, I wasn't even looking. Usually you've got some sort of uh, Easter egg in the Something, background. Yeah, that's mess. That's mess. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, I'm in neutral, you say? Right. Sorry, guys. Just putting putting the stuff together. Um, I'm I'm last minute as per usual. Jay, let's let's crack on, shall we? A lot to talk about. It's been normal period of time since last time we recorded, but it's a busy time of year in terms of releases and announcements. So, shall we? Shall we just crack on? Yeah, can do. Okay, maybe that might warm you up, hopefully. So, Jake, last time we caught up with you, in terms yeah. of what you're playing and stuff, I believe you were finished Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, if I'm not mistaken. I you were near... Where were we? Like, where, when, when, we did, when, <laughs> when did we last record? Two weeks ago. <sighs> Two weeks ago. So, basically, and near my birthday, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, it, was the, it was the weekend before my birthday. Um... Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I've, I've definitely finished Pokemon since then. And and how's that gone? Very well. I've uh, participated in the... Uh, in the uh, event raid that happened. The Charizard one. Yeah, I managed to get a, a fully maxed out stats Charizard, so that's pretty cool. Oh, nice. How long did it take? Hmm? How long did that take? Not very. And like I said, it's a lot easier to get Pokemon prepared and very powerful nowadays. So, uh, well, what I mean is, like, did it take a day or did it take like two hours or about ten minutes? Oh, sick! All right. <laughs> I mean, you can do it as many times as you wanted during that time frame. They're actually doing it twice. They're doing it. They did it from the second to the fourth of December. And they're doing it again from the fourteenth to the fifteenth. So, if I want to do oh, it nice. again, okay. I can. But I don't really plan to. It's good for like farming okay. resources if you really need to. 
Oh, by the way, um, I will be eating because I haven't eaten my lunch yet. So um, I'll just mute my mic when I do, if that's okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so just looking at the doc here then, Jay. So you wanted to discuss Pokemon. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss about yeah. playing Pokemon? Are you still playing it? I I've, I've now started my second playthrough. I started it last night. Oh, okay. So, so is that for the other game? Or... Yeah, for Violet instead of Scarlet. How's it going? Yeah. It's funny, my first playthrough on Scarlet, I got pretty lucky. Most of the Pokemon I caught first or second time tended to have like a pretty good nature and good stats. But I think I spent about three or four hours last night trying to reset my starter Pokemon for good stats. Okay. Jeez. So that was fun. <laughs> Just from, trying to get the about, right numbers, basically. The right yeah, RNG. from about like right. half seven to about half. 10 maybe or even 11 I was just sat there like resetting the game resetting it until I got the right stats that I wanted so yeah I got I got pretty you, lucky on the you, first one unlucky on the second one are you genuinely going to be playing this game all the way through probably yeah I mean I'll be playing it until the 14th or the 13th go on probably which which are three yeah which are three next gen you can use it as your launching platform. So. Yeah, I mean, it gives me an excuse to play it, and also my Christmas—it could possibly be my Christmas game as well. Very nice. Because it's going to take me—it's going to take me, you know, hundred hours minimum. So. Yeah, but Jay, like, for you, that's like a couple of weeks max, anyway. Well, if I was—if I had the entire time off, that would probably take me, uh, yeah, about two weeks. So if I get a head then, start but, from the 14th, I should be able to get it done, hopefully by the end of the year. Probably not. But probably then like... also, like, you you will have a lot of Christmas off, won't you? You guys shut down, yeah. don't you? Yeah, no, but I think we have yeah. 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 1, 2, 3, 4. So that's 12 days? Yeah, I've got 12 days off. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's great. So, yeah, yeah I'll be able nice. to finish it in that time as long as I have a head start, which I will do from the 14th. So, so are you um, are you eager about it, or is it one of those where you know you know it's on the on the back catalogue and a lot of people talk about it, myself included? Sort like, of like I'm it? like sixty forty. Okay, sixty forty is sixty in... being like uh, I'm excited to actually finally start it and hopefully get into it properly. But sure. Forty is like oh, it's just like a bit of a chore. Sure, <laughs> sure, I get that. I, I I personally think you know once you're an hour, a couple of hours in, it'll it'll. I mean, I've started the game like three or four times. It's a good start. But man. I made the mistake start. of starting on hard each time because I didn't want to have to bother that. to play the game twice. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna Don't do. do it. I'm just gonna do it on the easiest and then new game it on hard. Even my first playthrough on easy or normal um, was not easy. I would say. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I found that for a lot of games recently. Is even if you play on the easiest, a lot of times it's still a bit tricky. So. Well, a, a game that I'll talk about a bit later on, um, Guardians of Galaxy is easy mode. I wouldn't say is that easy. Like, I no, there's died. still there's still some difficulty in there. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. So, so Pokemon, you're playing through that, finding your time before yeah. which. Uh, yeah, it's just sort of um, like a fail, really. I doubt I'll sure. finish it by the 14th, but um, it's just something. I mean, I'm I'm playing Overwatch. The new Overwatch 2 season just started. It started on the 6th, so I've sort of just been playing that really, getting working my way through the uh, yeah second season. There's a season every nine weeks. 
I think. Bloody hell. That actually <laughs> makes me have a heart attack. Okay. Yeah. And, and also, though, you've all you've also been playing another game. Um, yeah. Before Witch 3. Need for Speed Unbound. I finally got it. Just again, I've, I'd finished Persona. I, was, I just need something to play. Really. Other than Pokemon, because I'd sort of done that. So I was like, right, I'll move on and then play something in the meantime and then come back to Pokemon later, which is what I'm doing now. So, so yeah, quickly... I've... Yeah, go on. Sorry, Jake. No, you're good. Go. Uh, I was just going to say quickly, while we're on the topic of Pokemon, rather than me bringing it up later in the show, um, it looks as though Nintendo made a statement about Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, I don't... About... What is this? I'm, I don't know if I've seen this. Okay. Let me... Oh, I God. Cause my laptop freezes. Hold on. Sorry about this. Uh, basically, they were just talking about... Let's have a look here. In a message from the platform holder, apologize for performance issues to play if I have encountered. This comes by way of Video Games Chronicle, by the way, guys. Uh, they just said, quote, take the feedback from players seriously and working uh, on improvements to the games. Yeah, quote. I did see that. So I just wanted to, to bring that up from your perspective. Yeah. Um, I think they mentioned some patch notes too and, and what you thought of that really as a I Pokemon did like fan. consider not playing my second playthrough until they'd sorted that out, but I was like, how long is that gonna take, you know? <laughs> so uh yeah, I thought I'll just do it when I'm in the mood. Did you have the usual J uh we'll call it the Goldilocks charm, uh, of not hitting that many bugs or glitches in your first playthrough of Pokemon? I think I hit New one. Pokemon? Like there was, <laughs> I guess, <coughs> yeah, like one or two, but they weren't like game breaking. They were just a bit silly, you know, sort of like t posing level of silly. Okay, fair enough. So, do do you think the game does need a lot of patches, like in your experience? Yeah, the game you know, should like... run at thirty, but it, I think it barely runs at like twenty four. Oh my god! It can like barely get there. I mean, I'd say it, it runs closer to thirty for me most of the time, but um. I think a lot of people are playing it on the old Nintendo Switch, so it's a little bit harder. What are you playing it on? I'm just playing it on the Switch Lite, which is a bit more of a newer version. Sure, I get that. Slightly newer and, than the and original. Handheld, so. handheld only, right? Yes, handheld right? only. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Because I only plan okay. on playing Pokemon on it, so. So, so yeah, what I thought was interesting about that was... I. I don't remember the Nintendo coming out a lot previously, you know, basically saying, look, we know the game's not up to scratch per se, because obviously they do usually have a lot of polish, I suppose, in their games. This is the first time they've had a very unpolished Pokemon game. Well, actually, it's probably the second time, because the, the BDSP um, remakes weren't great. So, Really? <coughs> yeah, I mean, they were pretty buggy. You could glitch it very easily. Okay. Oh, the game played well. It's just you could glitch it to like manipulate the game. Very. Do you easily. think? Do you think part of that is th th this new production cycle of, of Pokemon games and just too much? Yeah, too people much, are saying basically. that, but I mean they they've had the same amount of time to make it as they usually do. But they've got an extra game in the works, right? Like they have the remake of BDSP and then Arceus or Arceus and then yeah. this one. Uh huh. But they had multiple teams. They all had the same amount of time. It's just I think I sure. think the majority of the issue is maybe not having enough people. Sure. Okay. On the teams, because I know that the guy who runs it, um, he doesn't like having too many people on working on one project. He likes to be able to manage everybody in a certain way, and he knows that if there were more people, he wouldn't be able to manage it as well. And he'd think that the quality of the game would diminish. 
because of that. Got you. Okay. So but you're still enjoying it? it? Yeah, still loving it. Still great. Chose a new starter for my second playthrough, so I'll have a whole new team, hopefully. Nice. nice. I chose the grass starter the second time and the fire one the first time. Nice. Which is complete opposite okay, cool. of what I thought I was going to pick. I thought I was going to pick the water one from the beginning, but I didn't really like how it looked when it evolved. So. Very good. And then how is Need... Sorry, this is my, my lunch. It's Lovely. so kind Lovely. to give it to me. It's very nice fare. Um, sorry, Jake. Yeah, so uh, how's Need for Speed going? So basically, yeah, so you bought Need for Speed Unbanned. I was a little bit surprised because I go on Xbox. I'm like, oh shit, Jay's he's done it. He's gone yeah. for it. Well, I mean, um, I've played and... all the sort of more recent ones. I think Payback and the reboot of the original and then uh, Heat as well. Do you get them on launch though, most most of the time? Uh, I'd either get them close to launch or like a few months after. Okay. And furthermore, this game was obviously interesting, right? Because leading up to the release, it had a great reveal, and then some. But you were a little bit more skeptical after the first trailer, and then. So yeah, g- give us your all your. I'm gonna put myself on mute now. Give yourself all your thoughts on on the game and how you, have you finished <laughs> it. Just give us fucking everything, and I'll ask when you know whenever. Okay. Um, yeah, I've definitely finished it. I only finished it, God, when was it? Yesterday afternoon, I think. Yeah, about about 24 hours ago I finished it. Um, it's funny, the story definitely... I guess it's much like a Pokemon game in that the story tends not to be that great, but the actual like mechanics and the actual gameplay itself is what is the most fun. It's definitely very repetitive. Like, it's just the same thing over and over again, but that's kind of what you want out of most of these things, I guess. Well, um, I was going to say, like, isn't that... I know I sound like I'm being a bit of a genre knob, but isn't that what most racing games are? I mean, yeah, to be honest, it is just like, you know, do this kind of race, do this kind of race, do this kind of race, boss battle, do this kind of race, do this kind of race. You know? it's, it, it, def- it felt a lot like Most Wanted, which was kind of what I think a lot of Need for Speed fans have, all, have been wanting for a while. So I think most of the people who play... Well, I'd say most of the vocal people who play Need for Speed nowadays are ones who are from like the you know the PS2, Need for Speed, um, and then the Carbons and the Most Wanted backgrounds. And then I think a lot of the more sort of newer players expect all that very like uh, hot pursuit kind of level of uh, Need for Speed. That's all they've ever really known. It's kind of like well, you you played the worst possible time to play Need for Speed. Like I feel like Need for Speed has gone through errors, much like AC. But the Need for Speed eras are kind of like the the golden age, and then the really crap time, and then sort of like the the re, re, what's the word Renaissance. Renaissance. There we go. The Rena- I feel like we're currently in the re- Renaissance, I guess. Uh, the story actually turned out to be not too bad in the end. Um, it was a bit sort of like what 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 annoyed, what I think would have been better as a story, and I hope they do do at some point. Is that they kind of make it more of like a, almost like an RPG in the sense that there's like a team or like a crew that you have. Because I think in Payback there was like a crew of three of you, which felt kind of cool. Like it was almost like a Harry Potter kind of trio kind of thing. (coughs) But in this one you were kind of just by yourself. And you almost had like acquaintances that you didn't know if they were your friends or your foes. It was just a really odd and then you had like a, a father figure that sort of just chatted to you and bantered with you a little bit. Like it just, it, it was fine, but it wasn't like amazing. I felt like it could have been 
I really hope in the future they make a Need for Speed game that feels more like Final Fantasy XV, where it's kind of like there's like a party of you and you sort of all go out together and maybe you can choose which character you play at the time and maybe if you want to do like a drift event, you play as the one character who's good with the drift car and then if you want to do like a uh, like a speed race, you pick the guy who's got the fastest car and like all that kind of stuff. Like that'd be, I think that'd be a really cool idea. Like it just didn't really feel like there was a lot of camaraderie. It just felt very like lone wolf. Which wasn't terrible. It's just, you know, not as fun, I don't think. Uh, visually, so, I will... Yeah, oh, go on. Sorry. No, go on, please, please. Visually, I will say it's probably the best looking and best, like, playable Need for Speed. Like, it's 60 frames, 4K. Like, I, it, I don't think it's dropped a single frame. Which, I mean, I've seen the reviews and people are saying it's not always hitting 60. But for me, I don't think I dropped a single frame, to be honest. Right, quick shout out on that then. 60 frames, 4K. Yeah. You know what I mean? Standard. Anything less than that is just obnoxious, to be honest. It really is. But I think a majority of the reason why we're even getting that is just that the games that are being made aren't being made for full next-gen. Games are still coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. And it's like, why? Dude, dude, dude. Uh, a big game that got announced at Game Awards. Um, bear with me, bear with me. I think Armored Core 6 said... PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and also, uh, Street Fighter 6 is going to be uh, PS4 really? and Xbox One as well. But, um, I mean, the reason for that is just money, right? They know people still have those consoles currently. Um, the I think the only game that I've seen recently that is... I think there's two, but the one I can remember of, of recent is the new Tekken game. is going to be PS5 only. Like the days where we where we start to see PS5 only and Xbox Series X only are the days that I will be very happy because that means the game hasn't been compromised to be able to play on both consoles, you know. Because that is what's agreed, happening. Games agreed. are being made to play worse because they have to accommodate for the crappy bloody previous gen. It's like, oh, I mean, that, I get it because people still haven't quite got, you know. Uh, the next generation consoles, or I should say, current gen. It's funny how we keep saying next gen, but it's current gen. Um, it feel it still feels um, next gen because it doesn't feel like it's been up for two years, does it really? Yeah, it's it's like you know, we'll get there. I know there's definitely a couple games that are coming out that are only on next gen, but um, actually, I wonder if Starfield. Starfield is only next gen, isn't it? I believe so. I think it's on Series yeah. X, which annoys me because that is basically like saying previous gen. Nah, I don't think so. You'd be surprised, Jay. A lot of the Digital Foundry videos show that the difference between X and S is not that much. To be it's just resolution most of the time. Mm. I think the Series S can only go up to fourteen forty. It can't hit four K. Yeah, next gen only. Next gen, but like Series X and Series S. What yeah. Starfield is? Starfield, yeah. Okay, well that's that's a plus, I guess. You know. But anyway, Jay, you're talking about uh, Need for Speed. Yes. Um, it's, it had a nice progression, actually. I, I like Need for Speed games tend to have a really good flow to them. Like You'll start off feeling fairly like slow and weak, but by like the mid to late game, you'll actually start to feel like you've actually made some progress. Really, really good level, like or like you know, feeling of progression in that instance. Um, they had they have like a drift system that they brought from. I know they had it in Heat, and I think they had it in the Need for Speed reboot. 
but they've sort of like evolved it over time where you can choose if you want to actually like drift around corners a certain way and I quite like that I think I actually prefer the not drifting but in heat it, the drifting felt quite nice so uh, there is a multiplayer you can play uh, which I've looked at but I'm I mean you had, it's funny half the achievements are for multiplayer and half the achievements are for the campaign so I'm tempted to actually go back and play the multiplayer at some point thing is I'll need to play it sooner rather than later because you know multiplayer for games like that tend to die off pretty quick so definitely definitely yeah but other than that yeah I really enjoyed it it was uh, a worthy it was worthy of my time and money we'll go with that how many hours, Jay? Give us some. Give us some That's stats. actually a great question. I don't know, and I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't look. I was meant to uh, prepare and have a look. Can you look up stats on the Xbox app? You can indeed. Yeah, I might check that. While Jay checks that, I just want to say it's good to be here with Jay. I've uh, I've missed talking to him about video games. <laughs> Me and him and Coops <laughs> had a little had a little catch up last Saturday. I think it was last Saturday. Now I can't remember yeah. when it was, but. That Maybe. was a good time. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. A, B, C, it's um, it's good to catch up, and there's been a lot going on. Jay, on quickly, on, while you're looking that up, yeah, uh, for the Game Awards, what did you do? Did you end up just not watching it, and then, you know, um, just try and watch it on a stream before you saw any news stories, or? Yeah, I deliberately didn't go on Twitter for a whole day. Nice. Just so I could nice. come home and watch it. So Welcome to the free life, Jay. Yeah. Weirdly, Jay. Believe it or not, um, I went to bed early that night and I woke up at half three or four, and um, and like it finished or whatever, yeah. or like you know, and I was like, oh, well, I might as well just watch the stream. So I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. As in, like you know, the finished record, like skip the bits I don't want to see. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. I can't see my stats. Where do I look for my stats? Oh, okay. Maybe I lied to you. Then hold on. I think I can just technical see issues, guys. Technical issue. Oh, okay. Dadu go Bear with me. Let's have a look. No, yeah, you click on a game. Okay. And then achievements, and then stats, and then time played. Achievements. So go on, go on the oh, game. Oh, I on see YouTube. it. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I've yeah. put um, twenty-four, thirty-four. I've put almost forty hours in. Not bad at all. That's not bad. Not yeah, that's bad pretty at good. All. Forty hours for a racing game is pretty decent. And, and I could definitely see myself. No, I've, I've still got some collectibles to get. Um, Achievos? What are we looking here? Like um, potential? Half. Is a little, there a lot of multiplayer half. as well? <coughs> yeah, I'd say almost exactly half of them are multiplayer, and the other half are uh, actually that's a lie. We'll go with like seventy percent of them are. Campaign thirty percent of them are online. Are you bothered so about I getting forgot about the, uh, the collectibles? Ones, I've got all the campaign ones apart from the collectibles. So oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, nice. collectibles cool. and also the uh, the three stars on each of the events, which would I don't even know if I'm capable of. That's one of those like skill things. You kind of need to actually be skilled at the game, which I'm not bad at. Jay, do you think just, you know it would take sure. a while? And you know, do you want to sit there and try it out for however? I'd say many, it would yeah. probably take me about another ten or twenty hours to finish it totally. So, fair dues. Okay. Yeah. And um, do you think it will it will be looked upon in five years' time as a you know 
the best Need for Speed in five, ten years, like genuinely, or? I don't think, I think Need for Speed is sort of like a funny middle ground game where it's not really looked at as anything special, but it's not, not looked at as anything terrible, so it's sort of like right in the middle. Hmm. Like it's fine, you know, it's just fun, Sorry, it's, I mean, like, it's like a new, just, uh, you know, whenever there's a new one, it's just fun to play it again. It's almost like an AC game where you kind of just like have to just not play it for a long time and then get back in the mood for it. It knows what it does. It does what it does. Yeah, it says what it says it, on the tin, basically. It's like yeah. super basic and just like, yep, yeah, it's great. And by the way, guys, just in case anyone's listening about this, I do want to bring this up very quickly, Jay, because it's very true. Um, the genre bias for, for the even the likes of me and you is, is massive for every other gamer and let's call them critics, whatever. Right? Everyone who plays games, right? Like, Need for Speed does what it says on the tin. Now, how do we compare Need for Speed in terms of evolving, being different every, every incarnation to even a Call of Duty, right? And then how do we compare that to the likes of single-player games? Because, yeah, you know, someone might come in and go, well, God of War 2018 was more innovative than, let's say, Unbound was on the Need for Speed franchise, you know, to their respective franchises, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. But that's so hard to compare and also there's a huge bias there a huge bias like oh yeah you're telling me a third person open world journey with a, a smaller character hitchhiking with you alongside the you mean the last of us no no, no not that one not that one this is actually in mythological greek oh wait so like the old god of war no no, no. do you know what i mean so like i think you can make an argument to say that god of war 2018 maybe isn't as innovative as you might think but all i'm trying to say is the comparisons are hard to make there aren't they and i i I think that the likes of fighting games and driving games they just get they just get pounded mate they complete they could get completely overlooked they get that's true actually yeah they did they didn't do a category for racing games did they this year i think they mixed it with another one but that's what i mean right like I just feel like they get overlooked. And it's just one of those where, like, look, if you like racing games, you like racing games. I guess it's just the case, Jay, that more people are interested and want to play a third-person action game of any sort, of any sort, than a, ra- than a racing game. Maybe I'm wrong. but Or maybe the fans of racing games just don't like to talk about it as much. I don't know. But do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it is fairly niche. Like, there are a lot of people who play them because I know uh, Forza, I think, had 24 million on Game Pass players. That's, quite a that's lot. not including purchases. So, uh, so yeah. Actually, that that might be including purchases. I could be wrong, but they put out a stats thing about uh, Xbox first party or whatever. But I mean, yeah, they're popular, but um, they don't really get talked about as much. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. So, Jake, if that's okay with you, I think we'll move on sure. from what you're playing. So, I've got a mouthful. Before we do that, quick temperature check. What's your thoughts on Crisis Core Reunion? Yes, I'm what, still what cold. <laughs> um, what Very are my good. thoughts on what? Crisis Core Reunion. Oh, what the Final Fantasy? Hmm. Um, what are we feeling about it? Uh, it looks like the reviews are pretty, pretty, you know, pretty positive. So. Yeah, no, I imagine it'll be great. It's just I'm not inclined to play it much at the minute. Um, I kind of have to pick and choose. And I'm not really in the Final Fantasy mood at the minute. It's very odd. Like, I think... I'm, I don't know when I'm going to be back in the Final Fantasy mood, to be honest. I don't really know what kind of mood I'm in. 
I think it'll likely be June 23rd, won't it? <laughs> oh yeah, Final Fantasy 16. I'll definitely be playing 16, but I'm I'm kind of like not on the uh, on the seven train at the minute. Fair enough. Fair I, got, enough. I don't know if I'll even be playing Rebirth. To be honest, Jay, let's not let's not be crazy about this. Let's not be let's not be extreme about this, Jay. Let's just one day at a time. That Jay, there is no way. Well, let's you're just not say right now Rebirth. I'm not in the mood for it. Let's just say that. Right now, I'm, I'm probably in the opposite mood of Final Fantasy VII. I'm genuinely not in the mood for it at all. What's ironic, Jay, is like, I'm well in the mood for it. Like, I'm not going to buy it. I'm kind of glad and I'm frankly, not in the mood, though, because if I was in the mood, it ruined my mood for when I was near the time, don't you think? Potentially. What, you, what in terms of the Rebirth or 16? Yeah, or... Rebirth. Yeah, potentially, but then we don't know when it's coming. It might be further away than we think, you know? Exactly. So, so as long as the longer I stay out of the mood, the better. Ah, oh, see, for me, yeah, but yeah, but like we say, Jay, if you're in the mood, you've got to hit it, right? Yeah, but because I'm, let's say I'm not, let's say I was in the mood, but I can't play it, what do I do then? Oh, I'm with you. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah, then yeah. you feel bad. Like, the, both ends of the spectrum are bad. It's just one is slightly better than the other, I think. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, not having you're it and not off, being not in the mood is it. better than yeah, yeah. not having it and being in the mood. So. Totally, yeah. I am like, yeah, like if you know, if someone was like, "Oh, Nick, surprise, bought you it for free," I'd be like, "Yeah, that's great. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy it." But I'm not gonna buy it. And frankly, I think it might come to PS Plus or Game Pass. To be honest with you, no, so. it won't. Je- you're talking about Rebirth. Nah, nah, Crisis Core Reunion. Sorry. Oh no, that won't. Mark my words, Jay. No, no game is safe. No game is safe. Yeah, that's true. The only reason I think that Jay is because on the new PS Plus thing, uh, Seven Remake and Seven Remake Integrator on there. So, oh, are they really? It might. It might. Oh, yeah. Okay, that maybe sways things, I guess. And Seven Remake was a free game as well for the month, so you never know, bro. You never know. You never know. Um, are you okay? Yeah. I got new glasses. I don't know. Yeah, these are Okay. They, Sorry, they you're look a bit blurry on my end. I can't I can't um They look the same, it's just that um they're hurting the sides of my ears a little bit. So Bro, I feel that. I'm I'm exactly the same when I get new pairs. Do you think it's a little bit of um teetering them in, you know, like stretching them in? They're not the same frames as what I'm used to. So they're just sort the, of uh, digging the, into the The optician change them a little bit, you know, like broaden them out or anything. <clears throat> no. Okay. Did you just get them online? No. Okay. Right. I had to go in and get them, but the person who helped me they wasn't very helpful. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I, I think I've had a bad experience every time I've been, except for the first time I ever went. <laughs> Spectators? Or... Yeah. First time I ever went in 2018 mm. was the best experience I've had. Every, every time I've been since then, it's just been terrible. Really? Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. It's just you know, bad luck, yeah, sure. I guess. That to be fair, mate. Um, I went into Specsavers once or twice, and uh, I just felt like a sheep in a field. So you know, yeah, I mean, like yeah. surrounded by wolves. Yeah, I, d- I didn't like it. It was yeah, but yeah. Anyway, um, here's one for you, Jay. Yeah. What is the name of the Kree's elite special forces in Captain Marvel? Star Force, Nova Corps, Shield, or Sovereign? That's Nova Corps. And you should know that as well, because you've been playing a game about it. 
right? That is incorrect, Jane. Oh, the... oh, I guess so. Yeah, if you're talking about, say, like... I, I, I just read the cards. So you're talking what about the, is the Kree? Name of the Kree's elite special forces in Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. I thought you were talking about something else. Okay. Sorry, bro. Fair enough. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know that answer anyway. So. Yeah, Novacore is much more superior over everybody Kree anyway. I hate the Correct. Kree. Bug me. I really hate the Kree. Is Kree the um the one that Ronan's representing? Yeah, Ronan's a Kree. They're blue. That's right. I will cure it. <laughs> yeah, fucking his character's stupid. I hate him. Mate, don't you just love Yondu? I saved you, boy. They're gonna eat you. Yeah, Yondu's probably one of my favourite Marvel characters, actually. Yeah, he's fucking great. Hey, never taste Terran before. <laughs> yeah, <he's fucking laughs> great. <laughs> okay. All right, right, Jay. Time for some news, and there is a lot of news indeed. Game Awards happened. I assume we both watched it. I think we did. A lot to talk about. First of all, Jay, what great show. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, like, this is quickly becoming, in my opinion, almost I mean, it is, better than E3. It is the Oscars of the gaming world. But the announcement It's the Super Bowl of the gaming better. world. Way better, like yeah. That's because Jeff these is fucking are, amazing. I think the fact that he can get almost every publisher to you know to show something well, makes he... it more impactful than separate <clears throat> showcases. He almost has like a portfolio now, right? Of like, right. this is what I've done. These are the amount of viewers I get. If you come to my show, you're going to get a lot more people seeing it than if you go to that E3 thing. Hundred percent. Like E3 obviously gets less views than. Uh, than uh, the Game Awards, which is kind of amazing, to be honest. Totally. Yeah, totally. people, people I, look I thought, forward to it. And I thought the, the pacing was great. I thought the reveals and announcements were great. Yeah. Um, the awards themselves, whatever. <clears throat> they but sort of rattled them off nicer, didn't they? Yeah. Because Jeff yeah. did make I, the I feel... statement saying it was going to be the shortest one ever. Oh, really? Which it was. It was Not after shorter. that first uh, acceptance I know, I know. <laughs> I, th- I want to say last year's was about four hours. Oh, okay. But I think this year was only two and a half. Oh, right. That is a lot shorter. Yeah, yeah I think okay. they, they did they did every single award with someone coming on last time. Whereas this time, right. all the sort of the less important, I guess, in quotes. They just sort of like spewed in them quotes. out a bit faster. Yeah, no, fair enough. And also on that... Oh, sorry, Joe, I forgot what I was going to say. My fakes is shit. Yeah, I do feel a bit bad though, Jay, because sometimes, like you say, they just rattle them off when they're like hosting, but then other times they have the whole, you know, walk up, accept it, you know, and I'm like, a bit harsh, guys. Like, that might be yeah. a really big award for someone that you just really Well, I'm them sure off, they you know, all, but... they're all big for everybody. It's just, you know, they have to get through the show quicker. True. So they, True. Have, to, they have to pick and choose. Like, the game of the year one's obviously going to be fairly important. Uh, you know, best uh, actor or you know, voice actor or whatever it is, is fairly important. I think I the audio is usually, is... you know, music is usually fairly important. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, in that sense, Jay, let's <coughs> go over the winners first. Both of these lists come from IGN, so full credit to them. Um, but let's go over the winners first because I don't really give a shit about the winners. But uh, so, Jay, I'll just I'll just reel them off if that's okay with you. Okay. And feel free to interrupt. I mean, you can yeah? skip the right? ones that aren't really, but you know. Interesting. That interesting, okay. I guess. 
Well, look, before we start, Jay, yes, it was, you know, Elden Ring and Ragnarok show. But what I will yes. say on that, right, is that I don't know whether that's representative of the gaming industry and the games and how hard it is to make those games or the lack of those games and how much demand there is or that we've just had a bit of a drought. We have. We've had probably day. one of the quietest years since like 2018. 14? Probably. Oh. Sure. Okay. Like I feel like depend. Yeah, twenty fourteen was a pretty dry year. Twenty thirteen was a dry year. Twenty eighteen was a dry. fairly dry year. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. twenty twenty was a fairly dry year. I mean, depending. And then yeah, this year this year felt awfully dry. Like I think it's funny. I can usually tell how dry a year is by how much time off I can take or want to take off during the year. Sure. Because this year I've only taken off three weeks total, not including Christmas. Two of those. One of those was for. Um, actually, I don't. I don't think I did one. I, I took a week off at the beginning of the year, but I didn't play a game necessarily during that time. Um, end of October, I took a week off for Gotham Knights, and then end of November, I took a week off for Pokemon. That's it. Like that. That was pretty much my whole year in terms of gaming, to be honest. Nice. Uh, but next nice. year, I want to take off time in January, February, March, April. June, and probably sometime in the end of the year as well. So, and I can't do that. I can only pick three. So I kind of have to pick and choose what I actually what games I want to play this year <laughs> with time off. I've got to yeah. be very careful about what I want to do. So, Jay, I'm just going to read it in the list that is on the website. Um, also, you won't be able to see my face, but you don't need to see that. Right, game of the year, <clears throat> Elden Ring. Yes big moment um i was actually I mean, it's funny i wanted it to happen but i almost was like i bet god of war is going to get it anyway oh well, that's interesting did, about jesus it was quite well, interesting about this jay is that god of war 2018 famously or infamously won over red dead 2 that yeah. year right and yeah. then the last sekiro also won game of the year so you're talking about two incredible development teams who you know have a game of the year type game um i think no, I haven't played Ragnar. I haven't, I haven't played either of these games, but and look, frankly, yeah, of course it's nice for someone to have an award, right? But guys, it's about the cultural impact. That's what's really important, right? But all I was going to say was, in terms of Elden Ring getting it, what I think's great, and the same goes for Ragnarok, is that for me, selfishly, that's the sort of game that I want everyone to be excited about, and I think the buzz around Elden Ring was truly. And I haven't even played it. It wasn't something that we see that often, right? Like, it just there was so much excitement around it, Jay. It had and, like, a, people a were global impact. And... Like, really, yeah. the like the whole gaming community sort of gathered around it for about 100%. a month. Hundred <laughs> percent. Whereas that's great I feel like Ragnarok. Not. I mean, I've people talked about it, but it wasn't as you know, it didn't go as viral. I guess you could say. Agreed, and I don't know whether that's because of spoilers, perhaps. I don't know, but... I feel yeah. like a lot of that is just the fact that there's this sort of mystique around FromSoft games. Mm. Like, what, like much like how Cyberpunk went about their marketing, and much like... Who um, else? I had someone else in mind just then. Oh, uh, Kojima does with his stuff. Whenever there's some sort of like level of mystery and like uh, teasing, like actual teasing of stuff with no leaks... Then yeah, it kind of actually becomes a bit of an event, a bit of a sort of you know, a show as it were, that can be sustained for quite a long time. 
Um, but then I feel like God of War didn't really have that long of a marketing thing around it. Like it kind of just felt like, yeah, it's coming out. November. Agreed. It was cool. A, it was a bit weird actually because obviously we were all speculating for it to be delayed again. I like, didn't we find out it was from... coming out only like about a month before it did, or like a month and a half? Like three, four months. Yeah. Really? I thought it was way smaller than that. I could be. Yeah. I don't think so. Didn't they show it off at like <sighs> like a state of play or something? Or like it those... was. It was. I think you're right, actually, Joe. I think it might have even been a couple of months. Yeah, maybe two at a push. Yeah, I think I think you might be right. I think they left it as long as they possibly could. I don't. It really was a bit why. weird in that sense, but yeah. Anyway, like cause some anyway. game games are like announced a year ahead of time, like Final Fantasy 16, and then we sort of find out the release date maybe six seven months before it's even coming out, and it's like, yeah. oh okay, now it gives us time to like prepare. But whenever there's like a month, two, three months, it almost feels like way too soon. It's like, whoa. But then that's also what I always ask for, right? Is like, show us the game, show us the release date, cool, six, see you there. But like you say, Jay, sometimes, <coughs> yeah, it's a weird one. I prefer it. But then you almost don't believe it when it's that soon. You know what I mean? You you almost think, right, Exactly. You no think, way. oh, that'll get delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what my my first thought is. Whenever I see a game is coming out in a month, two, three months, four months, I'm like, oh, that'd be delayed. But if it's like six, seven, eight, nine months out, I'm like, okay, that's less chance. Sure. It's still, a, it's still a possibility. <laughs> yeah. If the game's sure. a year out, it's like, uh, it could still be delayed. Maybe if it's three years out, it's still, you know. Yeah, exactly. There's no real massive, you know, given timeline, but. Best game direction, Elden Ring winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Best narrative, God of War Ragnarok. Makes cool. sense. Best art direction, Elden Ring. Which is cool. Makes a lot of sense. Jesus. Best score music. Now, Jay, just a quick one on this. This category was fantastic. Yeah, stacked. Everyone in here could have oh, won. I love it. the music. Yeah. Even I've heard Elden Ring music's phenomenal. Always. So, I, I, see, look, I at the end of the day, I love the 2018 the... soundtrack for God of War, so Bear <laughs> winning say, it for yeah. Ragnarok's great. But go on, sorry, what are you going to say? You haven't listened to the old Dark Souls soundtracks, have you? Not Dark much, Souls mate. 1, 2, Not 3, much. I mean, they're all phenomenal, to be honest. Like They're all mm. pretty, like, if you play the game, you'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I get it, like, the song, I get why the songs are, like, feel good, you know? It's sure, funny, I feel like sure. the soundtrack to Dark Souls are almost like the soundtrack to, like, the Halo games. Like, they're so synonymous with the game. I love that Like the ODST, the my favourite Halo one is the ODST soundtrack. It is the best soundtrack. It's, it's just it's phenomenal. <laughs> fantastic. It's on another best level. Best audio design, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, bit, uh, that makes sense. I was a bit surprised Modern Warfare 2 didn't get that one. Yeah, me too. I was kind of like, this, uh, yeah, they, I think they both were like the top two contenders for that. Best performance, Christopher Judge. We love to see it. We love yeah, what, to see what it. What was that uh, speech? Like you could tell that he just wanted to. Like I don't get why he spoke spoke so slowly. Maybe he was like I don't know. I not... think I think he. <clears throat> to be honest with you, Jay, my impression of it, he knows he's an actor, so he knows what behavior he needs to exude in order to uh, for people to listen. In some sense, yeah, that's kind of. What I was thinking he might have like almost tried to make it seem like this monumentous event of like him winning, when in reality it's just another actor winning another award. Kind of like was, yeah, we um, get it. I, at the same time, 
Why didn't they run the music quicker? Maybe because I don't. I don't. Well, know. They did. They ran the music fairly quickly. It's just it was very low initially, and then it got louder and louder. Right. Okay. It was. I mean, you could, you could fair, barely hear Jeff, it when they started playing it. Maybe Jeff Keighley was genuinely serious when he said, "You know, oh, I was actually going to talk quite slowly in the intervals, but now, you know, after that, so maybe they thought." Yeah, there were there were well, moments where Jeff went so quick, where I was like, "Oh, they did that because of the buddy long speech, hundred percent." Mate, can you imagine? You've organised this all year, right? Yeah. And what, the dude. first award speech throws the whole schedule. I, I, gen- off. I genuinely think it was about seven or eight minutes long. Was it really? I think it was about like seven. Yeah. Because I had to skip God. past it. I was like, I can't. This is still going. I literally was... skipped five minutes, and it was like just about ending. And I was like, Oh my god. It was. It was pretty. It was pretty nuts. It was pretty nuts. <sighs> I took up so much time. It was pretty nuts. Games for Impact. Now, not sure about what the hell they mean by pro social meaning, but I like As Dusk Falls and it won, so cool. Yeah, I I was glad about that. Out of all of them, that's one I wanted to win. I'll tell you what else you were glad about, Jay. Best ongoing game going to Final Fantasy XIV, I bet. Yeah. And didn't they get the best community or something as well? I believe they did, Jay. I believe they did. (laughs) Which makes total sense because they definitely deserved both of those. Now, Jay, this is why I don't like award shows, because I now have to detail something, but I don't like shitting on other games, or developers, or creations, or art, okay? okay. I don't like comparing it, because, like, you know, the whole thing of what's better, Red Dead 1 or 2, I mean, that there's so much detail personal to that. How can you possibly... Like, personal preference. So much of just media in general is just personal preference. I mean, there's definitely, I feel like every bit of media entertainment has a scale, like a, a sort of set rule of like why it's good. There's like, you know, the cinematography of a film or the sound design or, you know, the writing, like all that is sort of like set in stone to a degree. Um, but when, when it comes to other things, like whether or not you actually prefer something just because it's your personal preference, that's up for debate. You know, That is like the mm. one the one variable or one of a few variables that fluctuates something and how much you're going to like it. Like, a thing is going to be more popular if it's very well written or well, like, great sound design or, you know, has a good message or whatever. But, um, yeah, you can deliberately fuck that up by just having bad of all those things. So. But well, someone can still actually, like something if, they're, if it's bad, you know? Totally. And I'll just put this under personal preference then. What I don't like is that I feel like award shows try to objectify personal preference that's all you know what what do you mean well there's only one game of the year winner you know what i mean like so i feel like you objectify the whole idea of oh my favorite game or the game that i loved this year or like i i don't think i can put a peg between red dead one and two i just can't a peg I, i don't think there's anything wrong with that okay like uh just what i'm saying is like I feel like award shows, you know, like they they basically try to say that Elden Ring's better than Ragnarok, but like who knows if it's better? I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess just by having the award and like saying it's the game of the year, you could subjectively, objectively, one of the two, say that that then means that one is better than the other, but I think that they're both equally fantastic and both. Yeah, marvels of technology and art artistry, but exactly. I would I, I I think 
Elden Ring winning over God of War by being Game of the Year, like how we said earlier, is more to do with the impact it had rather than the actual game itself. <clears throat> maybe. Or maybe it's a, a, a combination. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And on that note, Jay, best indie game, Stray. Wrong, yeah. it's Tunic. Best debut indie game, Stray. Wrong, it's Tunic. Just want to put that out. <coughs> I mean, yeah, again, up for debate, isn't it? I think Stray, again, part of the reason it won that is because of the impact it had. Exactly right, Jay. And I wanted to speak to you I'm about actually that curious. I knew instantly. Like, as soon as that won, I was like, that's because you like cats and you all like fucking memes, you children. Yeah, what would have won if, if Stray hadn't come out this year? Would it have been Tunic? 100%. Well, there you go. 100%. But you don't know us. We don't know that. It's just, you know, what no, would have taken Vampire its place. Survivors, I know that's got quite a big impact. I've actually so been playing that today. <laughs> Any good? Is it better than... <laughs> it has 125 achievements. What? And they're pretty... They're fairly um, easy to get, too. I've been... I've got... An... Only 1,000 gamers score? No, I think it's like 1,700 and something, or like 1,200 and something. That's mental. That's not... That's not the rules at all. They could be way off on that, but... Um, yeah, it's a very it's odd a achievement day. system. It's... It's... Yeah, it's fun. It's even out on mobile as well. They had a... One thing I will say about, um, finally, actually, I'll go back to Need for Speed for a second. Both Need for Speed and the Game Awards were very, like, had a lot of references in them. <laughs> like, a lot of modern, sort of very uh, chronically online references, if you understand what I mean. Do you know what I mean by chronically online? No. Okay, if someone is chronically online, it means they're constantly on the internet. Like, most of their social... Um, and exposure, uh, interaction. yeah, references of things, exposure, like a lot of where they get their knowledge is from the internet. One of those people being me, like I'm chronically online, basically. So if you okay. reference something about an online you know, meme or event that happened, I'm probably going to know what I'm going to get that reference, basically. Sure, sure. And so there's a lot of ref there's a lot of like, this Need for Speed had a lot of like uh, millennial references in it that I know a lot of the Zuma kids just wouldn't get, and that made me laugh. And then there was a reference to Vampire, the Vampire Survivors trailer for the mobile game. There was, there was a reference to the Diablo uh, Blizzard Con from years ago about saying, you've all got mobiles. Play Diablo Immortal. No way. That was what the reference was, yeah. That's, a, oh, that's bold. They, just, that they took the piss out of now. Blizzard, basically, which was hilarious. Shit. Wow. So, so yeah. References. Gotta love them. Best mobile game. Mm. Uh, Marvel Snap, which is cool. Not surprised. How actually. the fuck is Diablo Mortal on this list? Sorry, Jay. I mean, it is, you know. Diablo oh, Mortal yeah, is a Marvel good looking Sna game. It's just a terrible monetized okay. game. Um, Marvel Snap, though, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't pl I played that for the first month it came out, but I've I've sort of fell off just because it's I've got other things that I'm playing. So nothing wrong with I that. Have to, I have to nothing prioritize, but I will say I think Snap has had. Oh God. Like 50 million downloads, something. I want to say. So Marvel, Mental. I think Marvel's actually making more money on that one mobile game than they probably have done on the entire of the Avengers game that came out. Are you that wouldn't surprise me to be honest. That's crazy. Because a lot of people play to, on that to, game. So. We need to look into that. That we need to look into <laughs> that. Yeah, I'll check out the exact Best numbers. Community but... Best community support, Final Fantasy XIV yeah. Online. Makes a lot of sense. The developers for that are like so 
like emotionally invested into that game. It's insane. Best VR game slash AR game, Moss Book Two, which is cool. It looks like a cool game. I don't think I've even seen it, so I wouldn't know. It's the one with the mouse. You seen the mouse? I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, innovation accessibility, a great category. Yeah. Also, some really good games here in terms of their accessibility features, and I'm actually shocked The Last of Us Part 1 didn't win, because Naughty Dog's accessibility features are nuts. Yeah. Like, I've seen people, apparently blind people can play The Last of Us Part 2, which is mental. But yeah. God of War Ragnarok won. Same on Street Fighter 6. They've added a lot of accessibility things now, where for blind people, if they want to play, there's like a, a beeping noise that gets increasingly uh, more frequent the closer you are to the enemy character. Wow. So you know where the position of the character is dependent on the sound. So as long as you can still hear, you'll be able to play it. Wow. I wonder whether when blind people play these games, do you think they have to like dull down or mute the other sounds of the game, if that makes sense? or no? Sure. I'm sure there's some sort of uh, thing they can do. Dance. Some sort of setup. Yeah. Best action game, Bayonetta 3. Makes sense, on that. yeah. It was cool, Jay. On the Bayonetta front, the 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 one day when I finally decide to get a Switch, I'm actually really eager to play Zelda. I think I'll play Super Mario Odyssey um, and uh, the Bayonetta games because I I actually really want to play two and three because I haven't naturally. Sure. Yeah. No, okay. you no, you don't like Bayonetta. I mean, yeah, for, you, like... you know, they're fine. I feel like okay. I, uh, that's all sort of in the past for me. I feel like Bayonetta is like, I don't know, not really my cup of tea necessarily. Oh, this is why I have you around, Jay, because you have more wisdom than I. It is in the past, isn't it? It's Bayonetta kind of like in the past. Game, yeah, really, exactly. Yeah, like for me, yeah. the games that are in the past are like Halo, God of Gears, uh, Gears of War, and uh, and Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Uh, yeah, they're just sort of like they're, they've been, they've had that time. Jay, on on that on that comment which we've talked about a lot i just want to say very quickly i'm going to talk about halo a little bit later but i disagree with you about halo but i, I <laughs> reflect on what you said over true reflecting on what you said i totally get it about gears like i'll, I'll be yeah. truthfully honest with myself i don't need another gears they've game. had their heyday i wouldn't mind them making a movie though sure i don't know if i'd go and see it but cool sure. bridges to exist Best action slash adventure game, not to be confused with best action game. Yeah. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Best RPG, Elden Ring. Oh uh, yeah. I think that's yeah. Best fighting game, Multiverses. Makes sense. Yeah. A lot of people were like, I, I think I mentioned it last time. Sifu isn't a fighting game, but it was on the list anyway. Oh okay okay fine. Okay. Best family game, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I have heard good things about that. So, yeah. Decent game. Okay. Best sports racing game, Gran Turismo 7. The others are EA games, so they're trash. Uh, not Oli Oli World, sorry. Sorry, guys. Not I didn't even... I, don't, I think that I totally skipped that category when I was watching the thing. I don't know how I skipped it. It, it, it I think that came up really quick. Yeah, I was going to say, that like, must have come up quick, because I forgot they even won that. Best sim strategy game, Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. That was odd, whatever. but okay. Yeah, what, whatever. Oh yeah, that over Total War Warhammer Three, like yeah, that is the guys. best game on that list, hundred percent. Best multiplayer game. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. I don't. I can't even remember what it was. Splatoon Three. Oh yeah, that's to be honest. I'm not surprised at that. Splatoon Three has got a massive audience. You'd be surprised. Niche. But I massive. don't give a shit. Call of Duty's on the list, Jay. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's funny actually. You know I, I mean? Do you know what makes me think that not a lot of people who play Call of Duty bother, like care about the game awards? Clearly. Yeah, I think because they didn't vote. If if any if everybody who liked Modern Warfare or Call of Duty voted, that would have won by a landslide. It's true. Because there aren't there aren't like there's the the audience for Splatoon Three is big, but it's not that it's not Modern Warfare big. It's not even close. So yeah, that just goes to show. The rest are esports, which we don't care about. Most anticipated game. Not surprised, but kind of surprised. Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, yeah, I think Hogwarts was on there. I can't remember what else. Starfield, was Resident Evil 4, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, I get, really I get what Zelda games. is, but that's, you know, that's whatever. Yeah, also, <clears throat> even if uh, Breath of the Wild is this innovative, incredible new type of open world game, Tears of the Kingdom is not going to also revolutionise. Are know, they going to capture genre. lightning in a bottle twice? Is basically what you're saying. Yeah, th- but they're not. This is going to be well, a sequel might. to that game. You know what I mean? So like, there's like even it like it's not going to like it's going to do what the first game did. Does that make sense? Yeah, just opinion. with a different story. Exactly. Or, and, you know, or spin continuation. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see whether they actually make it any different. I mean, I think that's probably why Zelda is been able to stay so good is because it is basically the same thing much like ac it's the same thing with slight slight twists here and there yeah like they yeah. they know the formula and they'll stick to it so 100 percent. listen to that nintendo fans ubisoft do it too and we have no yeah. shame in it yeah right yeah. Activision do it too. <laughs> yeah they do best adaptation i was very surprised uh, Arcane, League of Legends wins. Yeah, I mean, I lovely. That just goes to show that there's a larger League of Legends fan base that vote versus a Cyberpunk fan base that vote. Because I voted for All Cyberpunk. All of those fans, adaptations on there were fantastic anyway, to be fair. so Yeah, Cuphead was great. Not Cuphead's great. Um, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, obviously, oh, I haven't even seen much. Yet, I think Edge Runners had a bigger impact than, than Arcane. But I think on a technical level, maybe Arcane was more... Yeah, I know, I see that. I see that. So, Jay, the announcements, the important stuff. Yes, the stuff that actually gets me hyped as shit. Jay, the announcements were fantastic. I I really enjoyed most of them. First up, again, going in the list of uh, that's on IGN. Final Fantasy XVI, new trailer, release date, June 2023, basically what we said. June Apocalypse, once again... What, is yeah, things stacking up already? To, yeah, there's like, uh, I want to say about four or five games coming out in June. <clears throat> you got Street Fighter 6. You got uh, Final Fantasy. There is another one that came, that was announced. It's coming out, I think, June 6th. Can't remember, mate. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a couple, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of games coming out in June. Very exciting. I don't know what everybody was now. I'm sure we'll find out. I might have to Google it in a minute. But... Next up, FromSoft's <coughs> brand new game, Armored Core 6. Um, yeah. Obviously, Armored Core's a series they used to do sort of before they got heavily into the Soul stuff. Um, but uh, bringing it back, I think some people were expecting this. But yeah, thoughts on this, Jay? I mean, apparently they've got release dates for 2023. So, so how much do you know about this game? Nothing. So about a year ago, the description of this game leaked. Okay. So people knew. Well, people in the know knew this game was coming. They just didn't know what it was going to be. They just knew it was going to be 
Uh, it did it the way the description sounded sounded like a uh, a Souls game, like a futuristic Souls game basically. Um, so what a lot of people don't know is that FromSoft are actually the people behind Armored Core. They made all the Armored Core games way back in the day. So this game is supposedly going to be a a Souls Armored Core game. So Armored Core originally wasn't Souls like then, is that correct? No, it's very uh, it's a it's a mech game at, at heart. It is. 100% a mech game, basically. Um, but yeah, chances are, from the description that got leaked all a long time ago, and from the trailer, because the trailer references uh, Dark Souls 1. Um, How? And How? the trailer is actually, I think, it was very, very Miyazaki in, in design and uh, execution. Um, so yeah, chances are it's going to be a Souls-like, but with armor core. Um, yeah, it references How, um... uh, Dark Souls oh, 1, because it talks about the uh, the flames and uh the cinders and this yeah it basically it literally pulls i think a, a quote from dark souls 1 in the trailer so if you know anything about the lore of dark souls 1 you'd understand um how it references it basically because the lore and... of dark souls 1 is i mean to be honest that's funny you know how in, in final fantasy there's sort of like the crystal lore mm -hmm. how yeah, like yeah. crystals are sort of involved in a lot of final fantasy or like recent final fantasy games well, actually, to be honest, most Final Fantasy games have some level of crystal in them. Um, but there's a, there's a very similar run-through with uh, fire in Dark Souls games, and in Elden Ring as well. Fire is, plays a massive role in almost like the, the life source of, of uh, consciousness and humanity and yeah. beings in general. Like fire is, sort of, fire is basically mortals, like, right? like the soul, essentially. <clears throat> so yeah, that's why souls look kind of very like white flameish as well. So totally, 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 and um, obviously really cool. Jay, am I right in thinking that then FromSoft and Aishi must have two teams? And I believe uh, it was the other team that originally made Dark Souls two, while they made Bloodborne and blah blah blah. But I don't know whether that's the case anymore because I I actually thought it was only one team now because you have Dark Souls three, then you had Sekiro. And then you had Elden Ring, if I'm not mistaken. So I feel like that... so. <laughs> as far as I know, the uh, the get not the director of Sekiro, but the actual head game designer of Sekiro is now the director of this game. Right. Okay. So he's got but a promotion, it... basically. Because so initially this, it was still Miyazaki. With Miyazaki's involvement. Or... What's the thing? For the first half of the development of the game, it was Miyazaki was the director. But then this other guy took over from Miyazaki because Miyazaki said, I'm too busy, I'm doing something else. So he went to go make another Elden game. Ring. So yeah, Mi yeah. No, there wasn't Elden Ring. This is like another game that's oh. coming out. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. there will be another FromSoft game in like, I don't know, three to five years that Miyazaki's currently working on. That's cool. That's very exciting. More than likely. So yeah, after Armored also, Core, we're going to get something else probably. That's really cool. On this, Jay, as well, um, it's funny because I know... I think Miyazaki is an artist and he wants the uh, art to speak for itself. But I hope that, you know, perhaps a moment at the Game Wars was him showing that appreciation of, I understand that, that thousands, if not millions of people, are, you know, enjoy our games and we appreciate that and we're not forgetful about that. And dude, I love Japanese games, bro. <laughs> I think they make the best Tell games in the world. It. Tell me about it, dude. Persona 5 is like, oh, it's insane how good it is. I forgot that Persona 5 had a, another game that came out called Strikers. Right. 
I need I need to play game? that, but yeah, the deluxe edition is like way too expensive. But the regular version is on uh, on sale right now. But I'm going to wait until the whole game is either free or uh, very very low in price, and I'll come back to that. I reckon. Nice, nice. Yeah, but yeah. That was that was cool <sighs> to see. Man. Anyway, <clears throat> um, are you okay if we move on? You good? Yes, please. Yeah, dude. I swear to you, this week I was thinking like, oh, I wonder what Supergiant are up to now. Like, <laughs> would they? Maybe I gen I I have no reason to lie about this. I was like, yeah, they could make a new IP or they can make a Hades two, I guess, because Hades was obviously that big. And lo and behold, yeah, Hades two. Here it, it looks is. awesome, dude. Looks fucking sick. Yeah, people are already making fan art on Twitter. Like my whole feed has just been fan art of Hades two. Oh, it's dude, insane. the game looks awesome. I have no idea how it ties into the first game, but it, it looks great. What, yeah, they put out a statement, think? I think, either yesterday or today, basically saying, look, we love the, the love that the community is showing for the game. We can't wait to uh, bring it to you, basically. Nice. Um, yeah, nice. no, looks... this is uh, this is great. I can't, I, yeah. I don't think I'll it pay for look... it, but if it comes to Game Pass, I'll play it. 100%. Well, I was also going to say, uh, it looks like they're going to do Early Access again. So yep. Hades yep. 1 Early Access and it looks like Hades, Hades 2 is going to be Early Access in 2023 uh, planned at the moment. So I would have preferred a full game, but if that works for them, it works for them. And obviously Hades is a huge success. Yeah, I was going to say, if it, if it worked the first time round, hopefully it'll work the second time round, you know, do the same thing. And then, I don't know. Hey, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's funny. I think if Hades could come out like 10 years ago, it wouldn't have done as well. I, 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 game game releases are so all like massively about timing, to be honest. Mm. And the best, like any uh, art, dude. The best uh, Music, example of that is by a game we have still yet to uh, even talk about, the uh, Horizon game. <laughs> Horizon fell to the Horizon curse again this year. Oh, oh yeah, no, I know. Um, no, no, I think that's the DLC J for Horizon Two. Oh, that's what I mean. Horizon Two didn't win oh. anything. I don't think. Oh yeah, no, I know. They got I know. shoved out of the way by Ragnarok and Elden Ring. I know. If I if know. either of those games hadn't come out, Horizon would have been top of the list, more likely. Yeah, totally. But well, Horizon that's... lost to what in twenty seventeen? Uh, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. there you go. Yeah, okay. And over, uh, no, sorry, yeah, Zelda. Jay, this is fucking huge of an announcement. Okay. Ken Levine's next game finally revealed yeah. after Bioshock Infinite, which came out in 2013. Oh, like wow. Ghost Story that Games was a while ago. I still haven't called played Judas, it. which is basically a sci-fi <laughs> Bioshock. Yeah, isn't Elijah Wood in it? I have no idea, mate. Because Elijah put out a tweet saying something. I don't think I don't, He didn't say anything about being in it. I think he just sort of was like, ooh, this game. Like he said he was excited for it or something, but I think Elijah might be acting in it or something. Oh, okay. Well, um, very... I mean, look, they they like to take their time. <laughs> I can't get too excited, Jay, because I don't know when it's coming out. Everything we saw was in engine as well. I think, right. it's, I think it's entirely next-gen, too. So. That's very exciting. Could be wrong, but what, I hope it is. What's it interesting awesome. about this, Jay, is that... Um, so Colin Moriarty, who's known Ken Levine for a while, who I listen to, he's got his own gaming podcast and stuff... Uh, used to be part of Kind of Funny. Um, he he sort of talked about what he would want for the next Bioshock game. He loves Bioshock. And interestingly, he sort of said, like, years ago, uh, like, oh, yeah, I think a Bioshock in space would be cool. And obviously, you know, 
low yeah, I, I mean, he did say like, he knew what the game was and stuff. That so. was a natural progression, really, wasn't it? It's funny, Bioshock, so. again, is one of those games in the past for me. So any sort of new IP based on that would be... I really hope that this Judas game has nothing to do with Bioshock whatsoever. Hmm. I, to be honest, I, I, think so I can already it, foresee so. it being connected or being in the same universe, but I'd hate that. I'd, I'd absolutely hate it. I just want I want something new. I don't want it to be I don't want to, I don't want it to reference uh the same universe. Much like how Prey and Deathloop do. I'm like I don't really care. And Dishonored. Like they're all the same universe. I don't care. Like, like it's cool but it's annoying because I it makes me want to have to play the other ones. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. That's probably why they do it. Yeah. They do do it like that because they want people to go be like, Oh, it's such part of that, I might as well go play that game now and then they go buy an old game. It's like, no, I don't want it. Not gonna make me do shit. Mm. But Jay, I think <laughs> if it's done right, it can even yeah. make the original game even better. Yeah, which is unbelievable, could. right? Like, I, just I really think hope it the, the, my my go-to for me is probably Red Dead Two, and how that impacts the story of Red Dead One. You know, I still need to finish um, it. So, I'm not gonna spoil it, but yeah, just, please. I think it makes Red Dead One even better, which is unbelievable. Yeah, frankly. no, I yeah, it's good. I, to be honest, I think I enjoyed Deathloop more because it was part of uh, the Dishonored universe. To be honest, I get what you mean though. It's like you can't play Dragon Age Four because then I'd have to play three other fucking. Yeah, I'm games. still pissed because like, I... there's a trailer for the new Dragon Age. I haven't watched it yet, um, but I'm still pissed that it isn't just like a complete reboot of Dragon Age. Maybe it is. I don't I mean, know. I don't know. I'm just. I just. Also, the um, Dragon Age TV show's out on Netflix now. By the way. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I think I might have saw that. I'm just skip past that. Dragon Age know. Absolution. Oh, Absolution. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So if you if you're into Dragon Age, you might want to check it out. It's not. I am, but it's tough. Dragon Age games are tough. Jay, huge! Another fucking huge announcement. Yeah. Death Stranding two. Yeah. We thought, is it happening? Yeah, you know, he's been Kojima's teasing it for Sony's the last like rejected it so, but... and stuff. Yeah. It sounds as though, but basically, he wasn't happy with the fact that Death Stranding one was really like COVID, and it sounds like he's almost rewritten the story. But he has, yeah. So I mean... the, he put out. Uh, he was in. He did an interview where he basically said he rewrote the entirety of Death Stranding two over the over the lockdown or whatever, basically. So during COVID, he was like, right, I'm just going to sit down and rewrite this whole thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So what's interesting about this, Jay, is, well, look, you like Death Death Stranding a lot. A lot of people like Death Stranding. I'm going to really enjoy the trailers. I'm going to enjoy the hype. Am I going to play this game? Fuck no. I'm not playing a delivery game. (laughs) Just funny. I don't even know how they could make a sequel. Story-wise, From I'm like, story. how the hell could they make a sequel yeah, out of yeah. this? Like, because it ended in such a weird, like, I mean, I guess they could, like, it was kind of left on a cliffhanger, but is this not a prequel, Jake? I well, that's the thing. I think a lot of people are thinking her... that it's a prequel. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think a lot of people are thinking. It wouldn't surprise me, but Norman Reedus has grey hair, so it's like, how does that, how does that work? Mm. So, I mean, if there is a way I mean, they look, could do it, are. it's yeah, just whether look. they're actually going to bother doing it that way. So, so Kojima, re- I. Uh, I heard what you're saying, Jay, but I didn't realize he. It looks as though he rewrote rewrote the script because of COVID, through COVID, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it sounds like he had a script. Yeah. And didn't, maybe it was just like a bit it, too much yeah. like COVID, if that makes sense. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I'll be and playing this game day one, more than likely. <laughs> a Death PlayStation Stranding is, my, is that right? 
bag, baby. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it will be a delivery game necessarily. I don't think it will be the same. PlayStation exclusive though. Um, Yeah. You can't get Death Stranding now on Xbox. No. No. I don't think it's even on PC. Do you know what, Jay? This comes back to what I've been saying. PlayStation will get Death Stranding 2. And we'll get some weird cloud-based Kojima game that nobody gives a shit. Oh, about. I was going to say, yeah, what is Kojima doing for Xbox if he's making Death Stranding as well? Like, I thought he could right. only do one thing at a time, but clearly he's got something else going. Agreed. Or maybe he's going to finish Death Stranding and then move on to the Xbox thing. But man, I think I, it kind of makes sense that he's making Death Stranding 2 because he already had the foundation, right? So Going from Death Stranding to Death Stranding 2 would be a lot quicker than going from Death Stranding to another game because you'd have to remake the whole thing. So. He's hoping there's guns in it and shooting. I oh, know there's guns in the first one. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's done well. I Jay, it. I skipped this trailer because I haven't played Cyberpunk, as you know. Oh, but okay. uh, it looks as though, looks as though um, uh, Idris Elba is joining the fold. Yeah, you know, with an American DLC. accent, which is annoying as shit. He has an awful <laughs> okay. American accent. Jesus Christ. Oh, really? It's awful. It's Does he not have one in the Suicide Squad? Uh, I can't actually remember. I think he no, I think he's British in that. Okay. It's just it's not great. Really not a good accent. I really hope, but from what I heard, it sounded like he was being American. But I might have just heard it funny. I'm not sure. I and mean, it's not going to ruin the experience for me. It's just cool that they they brought in another uh, famous person, I guess. That seems to be the trend at the minute with a lot of games, is just bringing in famous people to play the characters or whatever. Because obviously, you know, Kojima's done it, uh, CD Project Red have done it, um, who else? I, I guess technically the people who did. Uh, what's the one? Uh, 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 Alan Page was in. Uh, Beyond Two Souls. Quantum there we go, yeah. You know, I'm trying to think who else. <laughs> Other people. Not the quarry. The, the quarry, yeah, sure. Door, they have Will stuff, Poulter, yeah, I think, yeah. in, in one of those as well, in one of the dark pictures or whatever it's called. Yes, they do. Oh, yep. and Dave, hope, yep. Dave Harbour of Street uh, Stranger Things fame is going to be in a horror game for next year as well. People are speculating it's going to be one of the dark picture games, but we don't know yet. It's got to be, right? It's yeah, be. that's what people are saying. He Apparently he wasn't supposed to say anything, but he did. <laughs> Oh dear. So yeah, tough on that one. <clears throat> he just said horror games. So it could be anything. Do, uh, do you like the trailer? Uh, for Cyberpunk DLC. Well, I mean, I'd already seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. It's Cyberpunk, you know, I kind of want to like. I'm a bit like fifty-fifty on seeing some, seeing not. So I'll just sort of wait. Do we know when it's coming out yet? Like an actual date, date, date. Oh, that's a great question. No, I don't think so. Okay. I just okay. think sometime next year. I think that'll probably be November next year, probably. It'll be probably in the, in the third or fourth quarter next year. Jay, next up, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yes, and they Looks... even brought the bloody guy on. I'm getting Reacting. special. I'm getting special buzz about this game, Jay. Okay. I'm special fucking buzz. They've had longer than I. Okay. I'm so elaborate. I get the impression this game will be more polished. I get the impression they've had more direct development time on this game than the first game. And I get the impression that 
they're in the swing of things. They've got a story to tell. It's probably going to be a trilogy. And I get the impression that it's going to be a next-gen game. And I can't fucking wait to play this game, Jay. I think it's going to be really great. Um, And that's all I've got to say about it. Agreed. What What do you think? Yeah, I can't wait. There definitely seems to be a great sort of arc to Cal Kestis. So see where it goes. I mean, it did... My initial thought was kind of like, oh, I hope it's good. But, I mean, it can't be worse than the first one, so... You'd hope, right? You'd yeah, hope. It really can't be. Like, they've, I mean, if, they, if they've had more time on a game they've already got most of the foundation for, then it should be pretty excellent. Exactly, exactly. This might be one and of the first Jay... instances where the sequel is much better than the original. <laughs> and also, I think Respawn are just the best. Yeah. I don't know how they exist in, in the entity that is EA, but everything they do is fantastic. Ever since Timefall 1, Timefall 2, Apex Legends is not my bag, but whatever. Obviously, this the first Star Wars game, just they just can't put a foot wrong. So yeah, can't wait. Yeah, got a great, great track record so far. Big that. one for us, Jay. Diablo 4 coming June 2023. That's the other game, Jay. June that is 6th. the other one. That's so the June other game. 6th, yeah. It'll be That's that. So game. I'll be playing Diablo 4 for about two weeks, and then I'll be playing uh, Final Fantasy 16. I'm a bit worried wow. that I'll be like RPG'd out by that point. But they yeah, are obviously two types very of different games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, Jay, quick one, actually. Sorry. Jedi Survivor coming March 17th next yeah, year. Yeah, a lot earlier than you'd think. I think that might get pushed. I think they yeah, should go for pushed. May. That'll be a July, go... I reckon. I, I, I think that should get pushed, you know what I mean? I that'll think be a July. As much time as possible. They need it for that to come out in March. Yeah. July, I think the reason good. they want to do that is because they want to bring it out before the fiscal year ended. Right. That's not a great sign, is it? Yeah. So... Diab- Sorry, Jay. Yeah, so Diablo <clears> 4, <throat> we've got the classic big CGI trailer. cinematic trailer. Yeah. Um, give me your thoughts, Jay, because... You know more than I. And I'm worried more than anything else. Oh, okay. There's a battle pass in the game. And Diablo's current record with monetization is uh, the worst it's ever been. Oh, I should say Blizzard, really. Blizzard have probably got the worst. Overwatch 2 monetization is uh, thievery at best. Um. Diablo Immortals monetization is a massive scam and probably illegal and should be considered illegal. So I'm hoping that they don't do a, a really fucked up thing with uh, Diablo 4. I know it's going to be a great game, it's just I'm, I'm really hoping the monetization. I think why would they want monetization on a game that already costs like 70 quid? It's ridiculous. That's like the Blizzard are really trying to get money out of people right now and it's it's really making like giving leaving a really bad taste in my mouth. I don't like it. I really don't. I really hope that once, because to be honest, like, so obviously Xbox don't actually own Activision Blizzard yet, do they? The money hasn't been put through. So I'm not blaming Xbox right now, but whoever's in charge of Blizzard right now is a fucking moron. And it's pissing me off, because it's, 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 you got like, who are, who the fuck these people think they are? They are scumbags, if you ask me, and I really hope that once, if, Phil finally gets his hands on it, he can just change it and make it just a nicer experience. I don't know how much, I don't think he's going to have much say in it to be honest, but yeah, it's just um, awful right now. It's so, it's just, oh, it's so scummy. 
I think he will, Jay. I think he's going to completely change, actually. Like, the amount of money you got to pay for stuff in these mo- these monetized games now, it's just like, oh, it's just, oh. It really makes me feel, like, awful. It just makes me feel, like, dirty. It kind of gives that same feeling you have, like, when you go to a casino and there's just smoke everywhere. It's just like, why? <laughs> it's just, it's just, it just feels like a bloody brothel. It just feels, like, dirty and scummy and awful. Feels like being in a drug den. It's just bad things happening everywhere and you can't escape it. But the game is fun. So that's that's like the only good thing, you know? But they could thing is they could change it whenever they want, they just choose not to. They know they can get away with it, so they get away with it as long as they want as long as they totally. can. Totally. And it's not like they could oh I'll tell you what we could do, we can make an amazing Diablo four and it'll sell twenty million copies now. Nah, we won't do that, we'll just fucking charge. Oh no, it still shit. will, it's just there'll also be a you know, a game pass with it as well. Or a sure. battle pass, I should say. Another June game, Jay. Street Fighter Six, June 2nd. I thought you said June game then, which there is a Sorry. June game coming out. <laughs> there is. But, uh, but yes, so no, Dune, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to be... Dune. I think my fighting game days are over, to be honest. What are you chatting about, Jay? Street Fighter Six is incredible. What's all this chat? What are well, you talking no, about? It's just I don't have the mental capability of doing it anymore. Well, that's because you're talking about four games in one month. I think you're overwhelming yourself. No, I just mean fighting games in general. I just, I just don't have the the capability Capacity. of enjoying them anymore. I think I've, my my fighting okay. game days. Like, I enjoy watching them. I just can't enjoy playing them anymore. It's just, it's too much of a a grind. More of a grind than a bloody RPG, and that's saying something. In terms of like learning all the moves and stuff. Yeah, or... just like learning the game. It's just, uh, I don't know. I can't. It doesn't. It, it just. My brain doesn't click as much as I want it to. But like my my brain is older than it needs to be when it comes to fighting games. I just can't. It doesn't click anymore. Sounds like me and COD, but I understand. Yeah, it's frustrating because I want to buy it, but it's good for me because then it means you know, having to pay less money during the year. So. Suicide Squad kills Justice League. Will include yeah. Kevin Conroy, R.I.P. His last ever project as Batman, which is amazing. And another thing that's amazing, Jay, is that every time I see this game, I think the writing is phenomenal. I think the acting is phenomenal. Yeah. And I think it's genuinely laugh out loud funny. It is, yeah. And um, the bit and with I Flash think if they was the... just like hilarious. Boomerang and Flash, they like, kept pushing up against the wall. Jesus Christ. And he cut his finger off by accident. It's just hilarious. Oh, God. It's so funny. And uh, I think if they hit the landing with this game and it's not Avengers, oh, it let's say. It could be massive. It could be so big. Oh, my God. That's the problem this game with so many games nowadays. Is it has the potential to be like lightning in a bottle, but they just, they just, they just completely muck up the landing. They I'm also it. a bit concerned, Jay, because... That was a short trailer, and then they tell us it's coming out May 26th, so I'm thinking like, guys, you haven't really showed us the game? Good. Kind of. Like, the less we they see showed... now, the better. I, I don't really want to see much until, like, February, March next year. But, but No, that's true, but we do also need to see what the game is. Yeah, <laughs> do we do, I mean? but I think it I mean, yeah, we, we there's a million and one things that could be. It could be like Arkham, it could be like Avengers, it could be like some Knights, it could be like a bunch of stuff. We don't know. That's true. I kind of hope... What do I hope I want it to be? I guess it could almost be a little bit like um, like Marvel Alliance or whatever. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what I want it to be like, honestly. I'm just going to wait and see. I don't want to give myself any ideas. Open mind. Yeah, open mind about it, yeah. Jay, is it me? 
Sorry, guys, I'm still eating. I know. It's bad. <laughs> is it me? Or did that Super Mario Bros. Um, clip look actually quite good? Yeah, it looked fairly decent. I think on most of the... Uh, uh, most people talking about it online are sort of saying, you know, the film looks great, but I don't think Chris Pratt brings anything to it. Hmm. Like he, he's In like he, he could have been, and that that voice actor for Mary could have been anyone else. It would have been just as good as the film. Yeah, but but he is the one doing it. I know, but I think there's like a there's a massive hate train for Chris Pratt because he's a um he's a bit more of a righty than a lefty. Let's just say he's a right in Hollywood. So. People have I mean, to hate on him because he's slightly more right-leaning than than anybody else, which is hilarious because most people in Hollywood are right-leaning; they just hide it very, very well. Hundred percent. I'm surprised he's still getting work if he is that right-leaning. Frankly, in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, but as a thing, most people higher up are right-leaning just because they make a lot of money. If you make money, you are right-leaning. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to keep that money. If you're left, you lose that money. I love poor people. Why aren't you giving some fucking money then? Exactly. <laughs> like, I just, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, virtue signaling. Yeah. You absolutely hate it. Yeah. I fucking do. And I see it everywhere. Right. I'm worried. I'm actually going to bring that up in a little while about something. Okay. Tekken 8. Looks sick. Yeah, <laughs> probably one of the best looking fighting games ever. If not the best looking fighting game ever. And I think people are now comparing it to Street Fighter 6 and being like, well, why Street Fighter 6 looks... I mean, Street Fighter 6 is, again, an amazing piece of art and does look amazing, but people are comparing it being like, why doesn't uh, Street Fighter look like Tekken? Because they've Two got their own styles. styles. Exactly, different oh. styles. Let it, let it be. And also the the whole debate around, you know, the fact that Street Fighter is coming out on previous gen as well. It's like, whatever, you know. J- I don't I really care. The, uh... I don't want to watch it, Evo. I don't really care. I get the vibe that we're genuinely looking at a, quite a big... I think 2023 might be one of the best years in gaming ever. Well, actually, I was going to say fighting games specifically, right? <laughs> we don't know what Ed Boon's doing for Mortal Kombat side yeah, of this things. Yeah, this is the other thing. He did say that we're not bringing out a fighting game this year or next year. Um, wow. Or we're not announcing anything. Uh, but whether or not they actually... I mean, people... We. <sighs> he said he wanted to make a Marvel game about a year ago. People are like, well, is that going to be it? Is that not going to be it? And then, like, I think he, he, he tweets a lot of, like, stuff. But one thing a lot of people um, know about Ed Boone, he never lies. He has never once lied about an announcement or about any of his games. So if he says something on Twitter, he, it is 100% true. So you have to kind of take most of what he says as fact, to be honest. But, yeah, we'll see. I think this is actually the first time ever that Mortal Kombat, a new Mortal Kombat game, hasn't come out every four years. Or a new a new wow. Nether Realm game hasn't come out every four years. There's, every four years, there's at least one new Nether Realm game, and the last one came out four years ago. So we would have seen one out by now. Do you think they're trying to create a more of a Mortal Kombat platform, which they just continuously update, perhaps? Or do you think maybe they're doing a new IP, or what, what do you think they're doing? <laughs> well, I think I'm looking. I want them to make Injustice. If they were going to make another one, I want Injustice three, but which they could be building up to because there's a lot of DC stuff coming out soon. But you know. I don't know. Sure. I'm just also, sort of did like, I hear you know, right, Jay, that James Gunn's taken over as, as yeah, the Kevin Feige he's of the co- DC He's co-CEO, basically. Yeah, him and one other person are going to be co-CEO of DC. I thought he would have... I thought after Guardians 3, he would have gone back and maybe made some more sort of indie films, you know, something a bit more James Gunny, if that makes sense. You're joking. Every James Gunn movie he makes is James Gunny. 
Sure, but what I mean is like he's kind of got that Peter Jackson background of like kind of indie films that nobody's ever heard of. I think he even did a horror film. And I think that I think the beauty of Guardians is that it's an indie film with a sixty million budget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and much like did you watch Peacemaker, the Suicide no. Squad spinoff? Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, you, it's it's about as James Gunn as James Gunn can ever get. It's it's brilliant. I can't wait oh, okay. for season two. People are like people really? are hounding them onto it every day. Where's season two? Where's season two? Are I you cannot serious? wait. Oh, it's it's so good. If you've seen the Suicide Squad movie, watch Peacemaker because it is it is amazing. Is he even that good of a character? Like, I don't hear anyone talk yeah, about it. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> it's kind of like okay, a, a right. hidden gem, honestly. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. I recommend, definitely. Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores DLC, arrives yep. in April. Very cool. Obviously in line with Horizons 1 DLC, which was the Frozen Wilds, Burning Shores. Get yeah, that, guys. Get makes that. sense. So also, that's pretty I've, cool. How- I've got the main game on my wish list, so if it ever goes on sale, I'm probably going to get it. Same. Yeah. It probably will over Christmas, right? It's currently seventy quid for the uh, special edition. I think sixty for the main game. So. Yeah. Crash Team Rumble, new four v four multiplayer game coming. In oh yeah, I forgot about that. When that came out, I think the the or the trailer, you know, was shown. It was kind of like the consensus was, oh, uh, another Crash Bandicoot thing. Okay, <laughs> cool. Where is Spyro Four? Where is Spyro It's 4? coming, dude. It's just going to take a long time. You know, they, you know, they want to try and make their, all of that last as long as possible, don't they? Like, if Spyro Four come Miss- out by now, what would they be doing next? Spyro Five? You know, it's like you know, they got to make it last. Mister Spencer, if you're listening, <laughs> he's got a lot on his plate. Okay, let leave him alone. <laughs> he has got a lot on his plate. He's currently being sued for like a lot of money. So, um. Or other company he works for is yeah. Yes. Um, he's he's the one making the decisions. Can you please, if you if you have any power, I would thoroughly appreciate Spyro Four being you know put on the pipeline in Activision Blizzard. Just I if think... you do get a spare two minutes, which I know you don't have, I would appreciate it. What's the Sony equivalent of Phil Spencer? Shuhei Yoshida. Oh, okay, Shoo... but I feel like Phil Spencer is a bit more of a household name. Well, the thing is, is that she's actually been, he was head of studio or he was, he was the guy who used to visit all the studios and go like, how's the game coming along? What can we do to support? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and now he's all more on the indie side. So you don't see him as much. And it's a bit weird, really. There's obviously there's been a bit of a shakeup in Sony over the last five years. Um, but she was a big, he's a big guy in the community, I'd say. All right. Like, I doubt... Nobody likes Jim Ryan. Nobody, yeah, I was going to say Jim, Jim Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Jim Ryan's a bit of a... He's sort of anti Phil Spencer, really. He's like he's like the venom to uh, to Spider Man. He's just he's he I I I see him more as a businessman than a gamer. Businessman, yeah. if that makes sense. Phil Spencer's a, a gamer that's also a businessman. Correct, correct. Businessman, dude. Uh, I know Will's been looking forward to this one. Space Marine Two, looking good, bro. Looking good. What do yeah, you think? I want to get into those games, but they're super hard to get into because they don't last very long. Well, nah, I think this one's coming to Game Pass, you know, so crack we'll on. We'll see. Yeah, Game Pass is sort of like my entryway into a lot of games nowadays. Celeste Creator's next game, Earthblade, first trailer, reveal, coming in 2024, Jesus Christ. But yeah, coming in 2024. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Look, 
Looking cool, looking cool. Also, I appreciate the transparency. I mean, twenty twenty. Let's not label it twenty twenty three and then delay it. So yeah, exactly. Play. Good transparency. Bayonetta Origins. Yeah, that Cereza was very and the Lost left Demon. Field, wasn't it? That's like an indie. Not looking that polished, but very interesting of a game. It's like an Jay indie thought. with a bigger budget, isn't it? It's like mm. a double A game almost, or a single A game. Where would you? What would you class an indie game? Is it not even a single A game? Is it? Double A. You know, really, indie games yeah. are double A. Oh, sorry. No, I just call them indie games. Yeah, but if you had to like put it on a scale, it would just be like single A, right? Fuck it. We'll do it. Let's call them single A games. Yeah, indie, single A. Double A is sort of like an indie with a bigger budget, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, let's, call it. let's do it. Let's do it. I don't know. There's some, there's some weird grey areas in there. Jay, I didn't see this one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Hellboy game. I didn't see yeah. this at all. Yeah, it's, it's in the style of uh, Mike, I forgot his last name, hang on, I have the comics, uh, Mignola, there we go, Mike Mignola, it's in the original style of the, of the graphic novels, so we don't really know what kind of game it is, I think what we saw was gameplay, but I'm not, I'm not really sure what kind of game it is. It says on but the it's great. a roguelike action adventure. Oh, yeah, well, there you go, yeah. It looks good. It's got a great I'm just style. Watching the trailer now, just because I haven't, I didn't actually see this at all. Yeah, yeah. It was very short, so it was like in between other two things. It was actually oh, right near the I beginning, see. I think. It was like within the first half an hour, at least. <coughs> oh yeah, no, it looks uh, potentially cool. All right. Yeah. Next up, Jay. This is a weird one. Crime boss, Roque City. With yeah. So this Chuck is a Norris, this is a Trey. not GTA GTA game, isn't it? Oh, wow, so it is actually. I thought I didn't even know if it was an adventure game, but no, it's literally stealth action FPS. Apparently, right? Okay. Yeah, it looks very odd. Big cast. I wonder whether yes. they spent all the money on that. I don't know, but yeah, yeah interesting. Sort of interesting cast of Hollywood actors. Yeah. Interesting project. That interesting project. Lords of the Fallen, or the Lords of the Fallen. Yeah, so we finally got to revealed. see some more gameplay. Yeah any amount of gameplay again I actually own the first game but it wasn't that good it's like a souls like kind of thing to be honest it just, part... just looks a lot Oops, like Portal Shell so we'll see yeah totally last of the us? last was part one coming to PC uh, okay and Fine. Returnal coming to PC as well awesome thank you for that yeah and what what he said oh uh, sorry <laughs> uh Baldur's Gate 3 release window announced. I have to say, that game looks really good. It's I, been I'm in early access since like a year and a half ago. I I personally think that's one of the best progression games I've ever seen in terms of we want to do it, can we get the support? Yes, we can. Here's the game, in my opinion. Yeah, it looks very like much like older Baldur's Gate, just with better graphics. So. Totally. If you're a fan of it, then you'll love it. But if you're not, then it's you know, whatever. Dude, can you, if you're a fan of it, you must be. It must be great. It must be great. Guess so. Yeah. Transformers reactivate online. Yeah, did not see this game. coming. Like to the entire trailer, I was like, "What the hell is this game?" And then right at the end, it was like Transformers. <laughs> what? What? I had no idea. Also, the Forspoken demo came out. Yeah, that was uh, that was what I was talking about a little bit more. Please, Jay. I think so. I've played about an hour so. of it, maybe. 
What? Okay, so what is the demo? Is it a bit of the story? Is it? Is yeah. It the start so of the game? I'd this no, it's definitely not the start. I'd say, I think the game has like three or four bosses, and I think it's after the first boss. So you, once ever you beat, whenever whenever you beat one of the bosses, you gain their power basically. So it's like a Mega Man game in that you sort of like gain their magic, something like that. So you've you've got two sets of magic. You've got the magic you start off with, and then the magic you gain from the first boss. And you're basically just like uh, you've got like a little sort of narrow sliver of area of the map you can sort of walk around for as long as you want. You can save the game and have multiple saves, and you can just walk around for as long as you want. I don't think there's like an end necessarily. I think if you finish all the objectives that they give you, the demo ends. But you can it's basically like a free roam demo, which is pretty amazing. I had to tweak the settings a lot. There's a lot of good accessibility settings on there as well, but the 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 lighting was awful. I was like, what the hell is going on with the lighting? I could bit like it was bright and dark at the same time. That makes sense. Okay. Like all mm -hmm. the bright areas yeah. were way too bright, and all the dark areas were way too dark. So I had to sort of like even it out. It was very odd. I literally spent about 20 minutes just tweaking the bloody settings to get it right. And it I think like I just HDR about it right. potentially. Yeah. I don't know. So that was interesting. The controls are very hard to get used to, not very intuitive. Okay. Very, very difficult. I think if you do play it, you'll understand what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like the, the sprint button is on circle, kind of. Fucking hell, guys. Like, so the sprint is technically on L3. But you, to be able to do the parkour sprint and the really fast sprint that actually makes you go around the traverse a bit easier, you have to move the character and press circle, hold down circle at the same time. But the thing is, if you want to like do battling while you're moving around, you have to like move your fingers in a really weird way. Like it's not very like easy to do both. Like it's a very like like I, I had to like literally like hold the controller like this and like it just it was very odd. So I think I think if you played Weird. the game from the beginning, you might be able to get a bit more of a hang of it. But I'm a bit sure. Before I played this demo, I was like, I'm definitely getting this game. But now playing it, I'm like, ooh, I don't know yet. Yeah, sure. I might have to play the demo either a little bit longer or just like see more. The size of it, the size of it sounds like Episode Dusk Guy, actually. Frankly, sounds um, like what? the original Final Fantasy 15 demo, Episode oh, Dusk Guy. Sure, 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 sure. <clears throat> but yeah, that. I'm not surprised by that, I suppose, Jay. In terms of what you're saying, in terms of how you feel about it, I'm not too shocked, I guess. There's a lot of... Uh... How do I put it? Like, you know how I was worried that there was, like, uh, lefty stuff in it, I guess? Or, like, more liberal stuff in it? In full spoken? Yeah. Even no, just in the demo, I was like, oh, okay, I see what they've done. I get it. What, like what, they've they've in they've on. sort of weaved it in quite nicely. Like it's funny, this game almost feels like it was designed for. Um, this is going to sound very odd, so let me explain. It almost sounds like the game was designed for uh, females. Okay. But not in a bad way. Like in a in a, it makes sense that like uh, it just seems Desi like a very, sorry. It, do it you feels mean, almost like a like girly game, game designed or story? Just like or, some like of the writing. things that there's this, there's okay. This makes this. I, I don't mind this. This is fine. Like I'm not complaining or anything. But one of the uh, things you can get in the game, you can get multiple things like pieces of gear, right? Much like you can in uh, Lords of uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi, whatever it is. You can get the the uh, ponchos. 
You can yep. get cloaks in this. Uh, you can also get necklaces, and you can get different uh, nail varnish. Okay. Um, so this is the thing that confused me. Yeah. So in this, you can have different nail patterns or like nail styles, and depending on what your nail style is in the game, you can have one on different styles of different hands. They like give you buffs to do with your magic and your magic casting, which is a cool idea. Um, It just seems like I can, I can, I I know. Let's just put it this way: I know what the person looks like who made that element of the game. Sure. I, I know what color the hair is. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. I know what you mean. Because there's but like there's like Richet. references to like stuff in there where I'm like, oh, that's a bit, a bit cringy. But all right, I can deal with that. What about what about the idea that actually every game or most games we play are quite male orientated? So it's just yeah. This honestly feels like different... that. It feels like every game, most of the games you play nowadays are like, oh, a boy's going to probably play this, so we'll gear it more towards the male side of things whereas this game feels like it was it was made from a female side of like women will want to play this game how interesting it feels like a girl gamer game but i'm not that doesn't you know i have no problem with that i actually think it's quite cool in some aspects but i just i think the game no i'll I'll probably still get it it's just at the minute it feels very like i'm having to rewire my brain to be able to play it let's just say that it doesn't it doesn't feel as um doesn't feel as the the mobility of the game doesn't feel as good as what I thought it was going to feel like. It actually feels very yeah, restrictive. Because it looks like it flows very well on the trailers, frankly. Yeah, but the combat is not fun at the minute. I can't quite get my head around it. So I'll either have to play it for longer, or I don't know if it's because I haven't unlocked everything yet. More than likely, so. Mm, okay. It's tough. Well, um. I will kind of want to know what you think it. of it, to be honest. I'm going to cash in the friendship card and say, please don't pre-order this game, Jay. Oh, no, I haven't yet. And I also I think... looked at the special edition and I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm getting a special edition. The things they're offering are not even close to good enough. Oh, okay. I'm not paying how much? 30, we... I think 20 quid more for a cloak, a set of nails, a necklace, and like a, a prequel mission or something. Okay. I was like, I don't know if that's really worth 20 quid to me. Because chances totally. are I'll change out those nails, necklace, and cloak within five minutes anyway. Unless they're like so, overpowered, but I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. Like, like overpowered at the start, and then you'll soon get some better gear. Probably as per most of the pre-order stuff. Yeah, it's it's fair. Like, it's, there's a lot of. One thing I will say about it is that the combat has a lot of complexity that actually reminds me a lot of uh, Souls games. There's like a really cool counter system. That's okay. quite fun. Um, there's a really cool block counter thing that like there's there's half of it is amazing and the other half I'm just like really trying to figure out and I can't quite I don't know it might have to be one of those things where you play it from the beginning and it makes more sense. I think I will still get it. I think it's still going to be fun. It's just I need to uh, figure out exactly how I feel about it. I'm glad there's a demo though because man, that would have been like it's really confusing the combat. To be the fair, camera work I think, is awful. It's... I think um, in terms of demos and things, I think that that game will benefit. I don't know if it will benefit, but there's a lot of people I reckon who, who sees that sees that demo and goes, "I I really want to try that because I don't know what the game is like." You know? I won't be surprised if they've had like millions of people try that demo out. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because like, I'd love totally. to know what the statistics are on that. Yeah. 
So my thoughts on this game, Jay. When I saw the trailer at Game Awards, I thought, man, I've seen this game so fucking much. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it for like four years. Now. I think they've actually shown it off like, too much. They've sort of done the opposite with a lot of this mysterious marketing where you see hardly anything. But they've shown up a lot, and it's kind of like... They've shown up a lot of the same thing, but not so much that it would ruin it, if that makes sense. Like, they haven't shown up a lot of the end game stuff. I think it's just so much of the beginning, it's kind of like, I've sort of seen it all at this point. But there is and a I lot of stuff I've seen. So. I don't know this, and again, I don't want to ish, uh, wish ill of... Ish, I don't want to wish ill of any creation, and I, you know, I hope the game's great and it does really well. Yeah, me too. It looks, it looks awesome. You know, everyone's get bonuses and all the rest of it. But if you'd gun to my head, I think this game's going to be mediocre from the get-go. And I think yeah, it's one of those ones. A... Either or, right? It's going to be amazing on Say mediocre. Again, it's going to be amazing yeah. on mediocre. We don't know yet. But... Yeah. Like, uh, you know, is it going to make an impression like a ghost of Tsushima? No. But is it going to be as bad as Saints Row? Probably not. Probably no. not. No, no, no. So, it, the problem with that, Jay, is that I think the, the middle ground, unfortunately, because of uh, the competition for time and attention is so deep now... I think that there's almost no room for mediocre anymore. Um, there's room for good times. There's room for enjoyment. There's room for fun. But is there room for mediocre or... Yes, okay. I'm not sure there is. I know that I don't burden myself with okay stuff anymore. Unless there's a... You know, if you were like, Nick, I want to check this game out. Well, then that brings a whole new thing because I'm playing it with you, right? Whereas if you were like, Nick, you should check this game out. Okay, it looks a bit mediocre. And you're like, yeah, it is. I'd be like, Jay, why, why are you wasting our time for? Bro? I feel you like know? it's a necessary. Like... It's Because it's, you don't ever want too much of a good thing. Mm. You have to... It's everything in moderation. I know and I you say think it a bring lot. down your expectations a bit? No, like, I'm just saying you can't play... Every game? game you play can't be as good as Final Fantasy 15 or 7 or 13 or... Witcher sure. 3 or Persona 5 or Last of Us. Like, no, not every game can be the best thing you've ever played. You have to sometimes play something that's worse to appreciate the better stuff. You know, totally. or even the maybe even the really, really bad stuff that you still love. Totally. Like, you need... They're necessary. I think you say there isn't room for it. I think it's almost like a necessary evil, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, really. But, yeah, I... I it's fine. Like Need for Speed Unbound is fairly mediocre, but I enjoyed it enough to still, you know, have bought it. So yeah, I think they're just they're weirdly they're necessary, weirdly necessary. You 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 just can't have uh, a good thing all the time. You really can't. <clears throat> it would then make all you know. It would make everything seem mediocre. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. But also, like your standards back. for stuff would change, and like the way you'd be, yeah. you'd constantly be like looking for a new high. And I, I mean, that's that. basically what I am. Yeah, frankly. me too. I'm kind of stuck in that little lane at the minute. Like the moment I stop playing anything, I'm like, oh, I need that new fix. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'll have to come back to you on that, Jay. But it's an interesting <clears> thought for sure, for sure. But alas, uh, we move on. We move on. Banishes Ghosts of New Eden comes from Don't Nod, who made Life is Strange, the OG, and Life is Strange 2. 
and uh, and Focus Entertainment Publishing. I thought this game looked kind of interesting, Jay. What, what do you think? Don't think I even remember it, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> what was uh, it? Explain it to me. Uh, there was um, basically they were hunting down a ghost or a monster or something, and this guy was in a pub, and then it turns out that he's he's talking to this old lady, and he's like, "Yeah, no, we hunt together." And then turns out that his wife or partner or whatever is a ghost herself. And um, oh, this this, this was a game really. that was announced at the Game Awards. Yeah. Oh, like I don't. I don't even remember it. I don't think. I think if I saw it, I'd probably remember it. But I. What's it called? I think you would. I think you would. Uh, Ascendant Studios announced Immortals of Avium. This was the weirdest trailer I've ever seen. It literally showed 30 seconds of gameplay, something blowing up, and that was it. And I was like, okay. And also, I don't know the name. Sorry, guys. Uh, Do you remember this, Jay? Yeah, I'm now looking at it. I've got to remind myself. That was weird. That was weird. Um, oh, just yeah. While Jay's looking that at... thing. Oh, go on. Yeah, it yeah, looks, it looks fine, but yeah, we haven't seen any gameplay yet again, so... Yeah. We'll wait Gearbox announces Remnant 2 for 2023, which yeah, um, I, saw that I think coming. is fairly popular. Yeah. yeah. Blue Protocol will be released. Yeah, I've been in... I've been keeping an eye on that for the last year and a half, so... Yeah. MMORPG? It's just like a new anime-style RPG type thing, so... Yeah, I'll be playing that. Cool, it's actually cool, coming cool, to console, cool. which is uh, weird. We never ever get these anime things come to console. Barely ever. It's only ever usually. I'm now see. also looking at something I missed as well. After Us gameplay coming from Private Division, uh, a surreal platformer. I'm, I'm watching it because I don't remember it at all. Um, apparently set in a post-human Earth mm-hmm. where players become Gaia, the spirit of life. Okay. Looks interesting. Bear with me as I watch this trailer. I remember it, and let's get yeah, it. It's basically Sorry, the next like journey type game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're moving on from that. That's great. Replace new trailer at the Game Awards. Retro futuristic platformer. Looks interesting. Vampire Survivors now on mobile. Jay mentioned that earlier. Yep. Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC. Wow, nice, cool crossover. Valiant Hearts Coming Home is headed to mobile devices soon. Valiant Hearts is a fantastic game. Everyone should play it. Well, it's a really good game. Not fantastic. It's a really good game. And that is pretty much all the things I care about. Wild Hearts, we've got gameplay trailer that. Modern Warfare 2 Raid Season 1 trailer. Fire Emblem Engage DLC trailer. Dune Awakening in Engine trailer. The MMORPG from the guys who made Conan MMORPG. We got a Destiny 2 Lightfall gameplay trailer. We got Among Us Hide and Seek trailer. We got a. Uh, uh, I was going to make a joke, but I can think of one quickly. <laughs> and we got like a Horizon Call of the Mountain gameplay trailer as well, which is the VR game. So. With that, let's With do a that. wrap on the Game Awards. Yeah. Jay, to finish off the news stories for this week, quick one from me. Um, a tweet, this comes from via Twitter. Tom French, the creative director for Halo Infinite's multiplayer mode, has departed 343 after 11 years at the company. Uh, this is obviously interesting timing because Bonnie Ross left recently, and I wonder whether it was part of that. Uh, yeah, more than likely. They'll, they'll uh, never say it was, up. but chances are, whenever you see a bunch of people leave who have been there a while, it's kind of like, yep, yeah, something's happened. 
The question about this is, you know, was Tom French the one behind the scenes who created the incredible multiplayer of Halo Infinite? But then, you know, if he didn't create the progression system and Microsoft were like, well, we need to, we need to get more micro transactions so that the, you know, the game makes money again or makes money. Um, you know, was he the force behind that? Were they the force behind that? I don't know. But all I can say is the foundation of the multiplayer game is fantastic. It's funny. I feel so, like even though there aren't that many of them, of these like microtransaction-y type multiplayer games, the ones that are already out there are so flooding the market that you can you just can't bring a new one in. I think that's why most new ones tend to fail super quick. Anything that isn't totally. Fortnite, isn't Warzone, or isn't Overwatch is just going to get shunned. And totally. it's probably just going to fail from the beginning. You just, it's not gonna, I think that's... You can't bring in another one. They're already too flooded. And I think big. as well, that's probably why there's no more Battle Royales coming out, because yeah. you've got Warzone, Fortnite, and Apex too Legends, big. and there's They're pretty much no big. room for any... Yeah. Uh, yeah. No yeah. room. You can't have any more competition. They're all... That's it. You can't bring in another one. You just can't. I mean, Dead by Daylight totally. is even, like, you know, still going. Um, what is it? Uh, uh, Rainbow Six, I think, is still going. So, yeah, like, all these sort of slightly smaller ones. I guess CSGO is another thing, too. Like, there's just not enough room for anything else. Like anyone who's planning on bringing out one in the next couple of years is just going to fail. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Jay, the big news that is going to be hard to summarize. So basically, we we've talked about this occasionally. Uh, we haven't talked about it, you know, like on every week, like most gaming podcasts, I guess. Naturally, because news keeps coming up. But the Activision Blizzard. Uh, takeover from Xbox slash Microsoft. Yeah. Um, looks as though, in short, guys, if you haven't been listening or reading or whatever, in short, Xbox want to acquire Activision Blizzard. It's like a 70 billion deal. Huge. The biggest. Sony yeah. come back. Sony clearly do not want to lose Call of Duty in any capacity. They also are clearly a little bit fearful of the cloud stuff too, but whatever. They just have this fucking gripe about Call of Duty, frankly. Um, so then they use their influence to halt the progression of it by speaking with EU regulators and all the... Uh, by the way, I'm reading between the lines here. Um, so just don't take this as literal. Obviously, look at me. I've got a blanket on. So um, they try and slow down stuff. Jim Ryan has public statements about each other and the and the acquisition. In short, Xbox basically said, look, regulators, first of all, we wouldn't have a monopoly even if we did have the acquisition. Secondly, we're not going to take it away from PlayStation anyway. That is Call of Duty. Thirdly, um, look at what we did with Minecraft. We didn't take that away. Fourthly, PlayStation could just make a new Call of Duty anyway, and frankly, they make better games than we do anyway, so they haven't got justification in it, which is kind of true. That's not what they said, that's just what I'm sort of paraphrasing. <laughs> blah, 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 yeah. So then, anyway, long story short, the FTC put out a news release that um, they are going to sue Microsoft for the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Um, and I, there's a quote here I'm taking from Polygon. Microsoft has a record of, quote, acquiring and using valuable gaming content to suppress competition from rival consoles, end quote. I mean, isn't that literally just what that isn't that what an acquisition is for to suppress other competition? Like, isn't that literally the purpose of an acquisition? But anyway, fair enough. I guess so. Um, yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so it looks as though 
they think it's in violation of the monopoly laws that they have or whatever i completely disagree but what do you think jay yeah i think phil put it best in saying that sony's sole goal is to make microsoft smaller so anything that sort of hinders that goal is going to be in their way so they'll try their best to stop that from happening I think the the Call of Duty thing is just like a piece of the puzzle, really. It's uh, part of the bigger picture. The bigger picture being that Sony can't have Microsoft be bigger than them. So they have to stop them by any means necessary. I really hope Microsoft win. Because technically Microsoft are smaller than Sony, I guess, as like a gaming thing. Sony definitely has more of a monopoly on much larger bits of the gaming realm anyway so yeah I think it just more than anything it'll probably level the playing field which again agreed. Sony wouldn't want Sony only ever want Microsoft smaller than them so agreed I think it would level the playing field massively do I think Xbox have the capacity to actually manage the development of all those games no I don't because they're not doing it at the moment from what I can tell but alas um, yeah I agree I agree Jay. I agree yeah, it's one so of these we'll things that we'll space. probably be talking about a year from now, being like, oh, I can't believe yeah. this hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Which, selfishly for us, I think is a shame, because we obviously want all these games to go on Game Pass, frankly. So, like, I want Diablo 4 on Game Pass. I know, you know uh, but... that they've said that they're going to... Uh, they've offered Nintendo a 10-year deal with Call of Duty. Yes. Or, which, which basically... by the way, isn't that a bit preemptive? Like, yes, it is, but it's, uh, it's basically confirming there's going to be a new Nintendo Switch. You reckon? Because uh, yeah, a new Call of Duty game isn't going to work on the current console. Depends how it's, depends how it's format there, right? If The Witcher Three can run on. Yes, Switch, that's true. You know? But like, if they want to get to a good enough quality, they're not going to they're not going to bother until the Switch Pro comes out, basically. At this point, Jay, do you not think it'll just be the Switch Two, if that makes sense? Yeah, it'll be something like that. It'll be like a, like much like the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty to the One. It'll just be like a different name, probably. Just because I'm thinking that time's getting away from us now in terms of, like it's it's gonna it's gonna be five years next year. In, yeah, uh, f- it'll, it'll probably still be called the Switch. Just the Switch something. It's just it seems like quite a long time. I mean, they uh, might even change the name. For... They might even take away the Switch thing, but I doubt it because the Switch yeah. has sold more than anything else I've ever sold before. So. Yeah. True. True. It's the most popular. Well, apart from the DS or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, oh, and also, Jay, you put on the dock that Xbox is looking to raise its uh, major new first-party titles from $60 to $70, which I assume yeah. is to 70 quid in the yeah, UK. Yeah, basically. So it just means that if you want to buy you know, first-party Xbox games now, they're going to cost £10 more than they used to. Yeah, but which why makes you sense. that when you just get Game Pass, though, right? I think they're, they're bit, their argument for this was basically that games are becoming more and more um, intense to make or like you know take more work basically so they're like they're going to want to pay their workers more um, you know makes sense I guess but it just means more money out of our pocket which is not really what we want so mm. if they can get away with it they can get away with it I guess that's what they're thinking which is again scummy but if it has to be done it has to be done right? Yeah, it has to be done. Games are expensive to make, aren't they? And um... the thing is, though, once they bring it up, they'll never bring it down again. That'll be it now. True, but then uh, games hardly ever go up compared to inflation, anyway. Yeah, and, and all the rest of it, and the cost of them. 
Yeah, that's probably for what sure. they're compensating for, majority of. Just get Game Pass. Yeah, it's basically a big then. incentive to be like, yeah, I'll just get Game Pass. <laughs> It'll be cheaper. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Before I go into uh, what I've been playing, Jay, mm. do you mind if we just do a quick temperature check on you? Still cold. Warmer, but still, still cold. cold. Okay. And then also a temperature check on the Callisto Protocol, because that came out since last time we recorded. It did, yeah. It had a bit of a rocky start. Apparently it was a clerical error that made the game not work properly on Xbox. What's a cler- what's a, what's a clerical error? Like a coding error? Yeah, like a, a, a wrong number in one place. No way! Basically, yeah. Basically, like, uh, someone was like to a, a team, yo, code this this way. Or fix this issue by coding it like this, and then one of them just put the wrong number in by going too quick. Wow. So they released an update that was, that was a, they basically released a buggy update, basically. How interesting. Yeah, so apparently they've fixed it now, but I, I haven't even seen them, I'm sure. Okay. It was basically to do with the ray tracing elements on Xbox versus PlayStation. Uh, the, the conspiracy was that because PlayStation or Sony had had a hand in helping make the game, that they deliberately made the Xbox version worse. But the uh, the lead designer on the game, basically this is not a true, it's just a conspiracy theory. The people are still thinking that it's not, and that they did it on purpose. Surely, you don't have to say that they outright, they wouldn't sabotage it, but what you could argue is that maybe did they prioritize the PlayStation version? Yeah, perhaps? it was almost like a uh, an exclusive, a console exclusive on the game quality. <laughs> but a hidden one because they're never going to say that they're never going to be like oh you can get the game on both consoles but because we had a hand in making it if you get it on ours it'll be better quality than the other one like, I think that's yeah. illegal if you ask me <laughs> it is yeah but funny on th- enough on that Jay I'll be buying Star Wars on PlayStation because the first game ran so poorly on Xbox so poorly I think I, I actually tried it on, it on Series X and it still run poorly I think, yeah, I played it on PlayStation, so I'll probably do the same. Yeah. More than likely. Haven't really thought right, about Jay, it, to be honest. But there we are. I'm gonna, we're going to wrap up after I've told you what I've been playing. Yeah, please. It's been a long show. Jay, I've actually been pretty busy, I think, in terms of playing games. I think you have too. I think we both have. Yeah. Well, you, you're usually busy, you know. Sometimes I come to the table, I'm like, man, I've played one game. Jay's played like four, but yeah. Not on purpose. (laughs) No, I know, I know. Um, So first up, Halo Infinite co-op mode. So I think last time we recorded, I told you that the Halo Infinite winter update came out. Me and Will uh, got all the new co-op achievements on the game. And like the new achievements that got updated with it. So we've only got like 10 10 that we haven't done which are multiplayer related and like the lasso playthrough which we're not going to do but it was really good jay it was really good fun i really enjoyed it um it's a shame we didn't launch with it because it's really good um it's definitely made for co-op it's definitely more fun well not necessarily more fun but it's fun in co-op and the game is still great the game still plays really well which is what's obviously so um sad about uh they're not not excuse me they're not being enough content but yeah that was fun uh then wandered over to ac valhalla oh yeah Shadow i still need to play that yeah so i didn't even realize but anyway um the the last update has come out the last chapter or whatever it's called so the very last sort of post-launch 
uh, update for AC Valhalla. So I think they've still been patching it. They've still been putting in other stuff. But this is pretty much the last thing they're putting in now as far as I'm aware. Um, so I played through it. There's a couple of new quests in there to finish. But they're not too long. Um, I'll be honest. It, you know, it was nice. It... What what should I say? What can I say? I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty nece- It's pretty. I think it's pretty necessary yeah. for the new game. Um, what's interesting is about that is obviously the new game's pitched at the old AC fans. So you know, I, I, I'm sure the game won't require you to play this small update for AC Valhalla. Oh. But what's interesting is that they are trying to make it quite a continuation of of some sort of story, right? And obviously, it's like a prequel. To, to Valhalla. What's also interesting, Jay, is that if you go on Valhalla, you'll see now that they've already kind of got an AC Infinity hub there where you oh, can okay. go on every single game. You can go on the menu and like pick another game to buy or install or whatever. So that it seems like they're kind of developing that already. Yeah. And um, also what's interesting is that when I was playing through the last chapter, there was loads of characters that I couldn't remember because I played it like a year ago. So it's <laughs> that too. <laughs> But yeah, it was good. It was How pretty, long it was pretty is it? short. Uh, I want to play it, but I don't want to play it while I'm playing The Witcher. It's like an hour. I might even do it over the next two days. I might do I it. would. I might either start it tonight or start it tomorrow night and then just. You can then it. uninstall that bad boy, mate. Yeah, I can get rid of it and make room. No, no need for it. No need for it. Yeah. So that was that. So that's cool. So I've uninstalled it now. End of that chapter. It's weird, Jay, because like I still don't think Valhalla is my favorite, but I really like playing it. You know, every yeah. time there was an update, I liked playing it. It's definitely so. like in you know, it's a contender for being one of the better ones. Definitely, I think more just because it's got so much content. There's just so much to do. Yeah, which it can be mind, a bad thing, but in this instance, it's actually not a bad thing. True. True. I think there were some 360 games in that generation, Jay, which had incredible post-launch uh, updates. I would actually argue that probably the 360 generation we were getting the best. So Fallout 3, for instance, those five DLC packs, even the Call of Duties were getting really cool updates and DLCs, yeah. right? I think a lot of games in that generation were having fantastic post-launch support before everyone started to get greedy. But what I will say is that in the modern era, I would say this, Valhalla and Borderlands 3 come to mind in terms of, yeah, that was a incredible post-launch support, you know? Agreed, yeah. Yep. That's definitely what you uh, want. I then, <laughs> I then also succumbed to Call of Duty, Jay. So <laughs> there's a lot of momentum going around with Modern Warfare 2. Obviously, the reboot just came out, or remake, or whatever. Um, everyone's really enjoying the multiplayer and the campaign, which is fantastic. I haven't played it myself. I was hoping the a- acquisition would have come through by now and that all that game and all the other games would have gone on Game Pass, but they haven't. So anyway, so I just thought, insane. fuck it. I, it would have been insane. Jeez. So anyway, me and Will have kind of been buying the old CODs and I've been playing through them. So I played some of them three or four years ago. I miss some. So overall, blah, 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 blah. I played Black Ops 1 and COD 4 three or four years ago as a replay. Okay. I then played Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remaster, which came out last year or whenever it was. And I've now played World at War, the campaign, all the way through again. Sweet. Um, that campaign's fantastic. Uh, 
yeah, really great campaign. What's interesting about that game, Jay, is that it came during a period of where COD Four just fucking dominated. Yeah, so the next one World had to War... be interesting. You know, it had to be. I don't know. Hundred <laughs> percent. And World at War was um, was interesting because obviously, like, it goes back to World War Two, which is what Call of Duty always was originally, basically, right? Yeah. Um, and I think at the time, like, yeah, it was really, really good, but it just wasn't quite modern warfare. So I think going back and playing it is actually beneficial because I can now appreciate the campaign outside of being a 13-year-old who just wants to play Modern Warfare or a 10-year-old or whoever who wants to play Modern Warfare 1. And then also, I think that the campaign holds up really well. And I also think, Jay, that I'm not being an old man for saying this. I genuinely believe that is the golden age of Call of Duty. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, like, because you know, you, you know, we could be like, oh, we well, didn't grow up with Black Ops Four. That's why I don't like. Nah, fuck off. It's no. just not as good. Do no. you know what I mean? It really like, isn't. No, it's just, yeah. The the Call of Duty timeline is is literally like this. It's just sort of like a massive curve where it sort of peaked. I don't know. Black Ops One did it peak? Modern Warfare Agreed. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Black Ops One. <laughs> I, I would and then argue. since then, it's just gone downhill. So. Although I guess you could say it sort of did this in areas, but, you know, to each their own. Yeah, totally. So it's been really cool replaying them. I even actually mopped up a few weird achievements that I never got originally. Um, I didn't play it through Veteran um, because I did one mission and I thought, no way. No, I'm not doing this. It's too stressful. Like, I don't like... I I, I don't know why I didn't play it on Veteran before. You know, when I was a young lad... Yeah. But I wouldn't play it through now. You know, oh Nick, are you going to try and play through twenty hours of veteran, or are you going to try? It does. Another it game? makes the campaign like three or four times as long. I will say. Get like it's usually like an eight-hour campaign, but with veteran, you're talking at least twenty. Yeah. At least. Yeah, it's stressful. So yeah. I don't think I'll be playing veteran, but I've kept the uh, the disc anyway. Yeah. Just in case. It's there if you want cheap. it. <laughs> exactly mate exactly and then the other one i played when i was speaking to you on xbox was modern warfare 3 so yes the worst one. modern warfare 3 <laughs> modern warfare 3 and black ops 2 uh, i'm now playing black ops 2 by the way so i'll give you my thoughts on that next time we record but I, i'm now playing through that so black ops 2 and modern warfare 3 i played both of them like a, a couple of years after they were out mm-hmm. like, i think I, I borrowed them from someone and um, so, like, I wasn't in the hype. I didn't really give a shit about multiplayer. It's just a campaign, really. And uh, some of zombies, too. So I remember Modern Warfare 3. I remember some of the key story beats. I remember thinking when I played through it, oh, because I was going in thinking this is going to be horrendously bad. So when I first played it, I thought, actually, it wasn't too bad, but I didn't like it as much as Modern Warfare 1 and 2. Um, Black Ops 2... I remember the same, you know, oh, it's not as good as Black Ops 1, but it's fine. It's kind of what I remember. And I remember a few beats, like I remember going on a fucking horse and futuristic stuff, right? But anyway, Modern Warfare 3, I can confirm after replaying it, that is not a good game. Thank you. I'm glad, because it was bad as what I remember. (laughs) I don't like the pacing of the campaign. I don't like the controls of the campaign. I don't mind the story. It wraps things up, but it's not got what Modern Warfare 1 and 2 had. And Spec Ops is just overused maps and gameplay that's tiring and not very interactive. Like, 
the missions are literally just the story missions reskinned. Yeah. I'm not even I didn't even try the multiplayer. I'm not, I think I'm, I, um Modern Warfare 3 was sort of the beginning of the end for my Call of Duty enjoyment to be honest. After that everything just went. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of done with Call of Duty now. Agreed. Yeah. Completely agree. But do you know what's weird? You, you played it when it came <coughs> out, right? Yeah, I got it day one. And so then I took it back the next that... day. Did you really? Not even a lie. I bought it and then I played it for a day and took it back. I was like, nope, this is this is awful. Oh my god. It was so bad. That's amazing. First time I've ever done that, I think. Yeah. See, like, because, like, Modern Warfare 2 and that, and Black Ops, we, we got a midnight, the OG midnight. Uh-huh. And, um,. And uh, for some reason, Jay, I didn't even give a shit about getting Modern Warfare 3, but I don't know why. No, I, I gave didn't. less of one what... at the time, but it was still like, oh, I just kind of need to because I've always played the other ones. Everyone else. I didn't even yeah, really look yeah, into yeah. it. I was kind of like, yeah, well, it's, oh, it's Modern Warfare. It's, it's Call of Duty. It's going to be good. But nope. Yeah, yeah, it was totally. the first bad of the bunch. So Amazing as well that back then you were like, you literally played it for a day and you were like, nope. I could, just, <laughs> I could tell immediately. I played it within the first hour. I was like, oh my God, what even is this? Right, like it was just right, such right. a weird. It was just such such a departure from previous iterations. So, uh, uh, but it, honestly, it, it left me speechless. I was like, what? even as like, it, I think I was maybe thirteen or fourteen when that came out as well. I was just I was just so blown away how they went so from the greatest cr- to the worst. You know, it's just I know, I know. It's so crazy to me, Jay, because like, yeah, if you look on paper, the stuff's there. Yeah. Like you know, the just cinematic the wrong between missions, <laughs> the missions. The, the gameplay, the the characters are all there. It's just that it's just no way near as good. In like it, it's just weird. Man. That's like, the thing. You like, almost all, not really all progression is is good, basically. Mm. Not all evolution, not all innovation, not all progression is good. Not always. And that is a sole, that is a very good example of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I did not like playing through yeah. that campaign again. Yeah. Um, I would. Yeah, I'm not touching that game with a bowl. A, a, a bowl parge, 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 bowl. Parge pole. A pole. Parge pole. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not <coughs> touching that game again. Nope. But my last game, Jay, that I'm very excited to tell you about. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Finistio completed, done, oh, uninstalled. Have you? Did you boom, get all boom, the boom. achievements though? Can I come back to you on that? No. Okay. You didn't no. get them all. I'll tell you for why, Jay. Yeah, please. Because this game... Did you just get bored? It's fucking broke. Oh, did you get an achievement that didn't work? Yeah. Which one is that, then? Groot's healing ability. Uh, okay. I forgot it's stuck what... stuck at 80%. His healing ability. You have to heal 10 teammates or revive them. Uh, using Groot's floral healing ability. Yeah. And it's stuck at 80%. Huh. Okay. Have now, you Googled it? <laughs> to see yeah, if, if there's a workaround or... There is not. Okay. You have to play through the whole game again. That's unfortunate. And Jay, let me tell you, as someone who's got OCD, yeah. or OCD, yeah, 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 yeah. I have decided... That I'm going to leave it as a piece of remembrance and art, so that anytime someone asks me why you haven't got one achievement, it's because the game's fucking broke. 
<laughs> well, you never know. It might pop one day randomly because it actually like fixed itself. It might do, mate. Yeah. It might do. One of those things. It might do. Yeah. Um, there was one achievement the, on that I, that I, I got like really annoyed at, which was the like the special. There's like you have, you have to get, defeat an enemy with a certain move. Do you remember which character? You had to do it on a very specific enemy in a very specific mission. And was you had to Yeti? do it... I think you had to do it with Groot or Drax. Yeah, it's the Yetis, right? No, I think the Yetis one was easy. It was, on, it was the one before that. It was like the weird robot The robots? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, took yeah, me yeah. like an hour. Should have took two <laughs> minutes. But the thing is, the problem with that achievement is it's, it's a random thing. The person yeah. whose ability yeah. comes up is always random. And because I only ever got the other three, I never got the single one the entire time. So I'm guessing you got that straight yeah. away, probably. Um, Yeah, I did get that pretty quick. I'm not going to Yeah, that one took me the longest. But other than that, yeah. But you okay. got the achievement, so I know which I one did. I'd rather have. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, that, that... What do you think of the story, me? though? Did you actually enjoy the game, though? Yeah, good question, Jay. So when I started it, right... They put you in hard in terms of the Guardians are fucking assholes, mate. Like, way more of an... Ar- they're, they're way worse than the movies. When you say like, they worse... They are borderline intolerable, in my opinion. Oh, do you mean like... Uh, like they're, I mean, they're basically criminals, so yeah. Yeah, they are criminals. And like, I know they're anti-heroes, but yeah, like, to the point where I was like, okay, Rocket, I don't actually like you. As really? Oh, that's surprising. Not, I, I actually liked it more. Well... Well, I think it, it, I struggled for the first seven or eight chapters. Okay. But there is a genuine turning point. Okay. And I love the origin stories of all of them. Yeah. And I love the way that that's told. Yeah. And I think that by the time you get to chapter 12 or 13, I'm like, I get it. I fucking get it. And I love it. Shouldn't take and that like, long, but yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, um. Maybe it's more like chapter eight or nine then. Sure, but all right. Yeah, it was yeah. like about, just over halfway, maybe halfway. Okay. Okay. And um, I was like, you know what? I get it. I totally get it. And what I would say is that by the time I finished it, I I liked those guardians, you know, as much as the films, if not more. You know what That's I mean? That's good. Like, I'm glad you actually like eventually got to like them. Really liked it. In fact, and a few shout outs. The performances are incredible. I think they're really great. I also think the cinematics and the animations in in the cinematics are great. What I would say, Jay, is that this game's interesting because I think they made a purposeful, you know, 15 to 20 hour single player game, which obviously I really appreciate. But at the same time, they almost looked as though they put almost more effort into the writing and the story and the cinematics mm-hmm. than almost the gameplay itself. Yeah. Than almost like, like I would argue, you actually spend more time in this game in cinematics and dialogue than you do in action in game. Yeah, it's almost like you're playing a movie, like a, or like a TV show, but you're like actually just doing the combat sections. Literally. So you're watching a TV show with all the cinematics, but it's a bit like Quantum Break in that way, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad thing, though. I'd probably say it's more like 65 cinematic, 35 combat. uh, Yeah. Like a 65-35 split, maybe? With, like, a bit more combat towards the end, naturally. Yeah, there's definitely, like, more going on. But I think it's funny. I even thought to myself the other day, I was like, I really want to play that game again. I'm very tempted. (laughs) I might actually sure. play it on like hard or something, see if I can get through on the hardest. 
Sure. Just to see. Why not? Yeah. But yeah, no, Very I really, fun. I did, I really enjoyed it. I'm really glad I played it. You know, I hope, obviously, I want a sequel. Um, yeah, me too. The, the game is they won't definitely get one, not but... <laughs> polished. How yeah. come? I don't think it sold very well. And Square Enix are funny about their games not selling well. And um, I think um, this game was not polished. It, it did have you know bugs, glitches still. Uh, I don't think they've patched it that well either. No. And what I'll also say is that some of the animations, the actual gameplay, are you know they're not great. Like jumping, for instance, never feels good. No, that felt a bit funny. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, pushing those things aside, the, the core game of what's there, yeah, totally, that totally should have sold five, six million copies easy. Yep. Easy. I think that was one of the sort of hidden gems, underdog uh, games of last year. I think, you know, given, even though, you know, it's amazing even though it had these faults with it, basically. Much like Cyberpunk, like, you know, a game can have faults, but it can still be amazing. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely would recommend to anyone who likes single player story games. Or Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I totally see how they got best, was it best narrative or best written yeah, game I think or it was whatever narrative, the game yeah. awards. Yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. They definitely put a lot of effort into the story on that one. Definitely. And the character <laughs> arcs are very specific. And That's funny, um, like, the more I think yeah. about looking back on my experience of the game, the more I'm enjoying it in my head, so... Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's a good game to look back on. Really. Maybe you shouldn't replay it then, Jay. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I'll just it, leave it in you know? my memory of, of it being good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would ruin exactly. it for me. <laughs> um. So yeah, but I didn't think I'd have a glitch Chivo in 2022, but that's yeah, quite, it's, it's happened to me recently and with a couple of things too. So any, it happens any, more. Like, it happens a lot mind? less than you than you think now, but when it does happen, you're just more surprised by it because of how little it should happen. It's true. But yeah, it's true, my most honest, recent was about Halo, wasn't it? I had two or three achievements course, on that. Yeah. Good money, so. But fortunately, they patched most of them, didn't they? Yeah, they're all fixed now. It's just, you know, yeah, annoying at the time. 100%. Always is. Really annoying. Yes. But yeah. Well, look, Jay, that's it from me. So if you're happy to, we'll wrap up the show. And um, as I say, we've got more stuff to talk about next week. But for now might as well go and enjoy our rest of our day whatever uh-huh. we have left um so yeah thank you all for listening we hope you enjoyed and we'll catch you whenever we catch you yeah goodbye Bye-bye.